1: KVJ. It's
2: time to up and let the weirdness begin, it's the KVJ Show, Just start your morning, Kevin <laughs> is the host, and his skin pigment is whiter than Casper the Ghost, Virginia, <laughs> sounds like this, nickname Vicious Beast. so don't get her pissed, it's a Jason, talks like his best, and he to talk about Bigfoot and Stats, so get ready, here we go, you're listening to 97.9 with the KVJ Show.
3: Well, hello and good morning, welcome to the KVJ Show, happy Wednesday, Virginia and Jay Bird. Hello.
4: Happy Wednesday. Mm-hmm.
2: Ooh, Good to I, see y'all. I love Virginia's dress. If you uh, want to yeah. see that, tune into KVJ TV. It's a little, okay. little cut
4: in the front, just the way I like it. That
2: Ooh. was not what I was talking about. Oh,
4: I know what you like. <laughs> you like the tasty outfits. I don't blame you. It's a lot of sexy over here.
3: Virginia showed off a lot of sexy on our TikTok. She did uh, one of those get ready with me's, and uh, Virginia is... I believe,
4: nude in yeah. the shower. Is that correct? Strategically covered by shampoo.
2: Wow. Okay. She finally decides to start taking her clothes off once she gets in her 50s. When she's gross. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Uh, I just don't care anymore. Okay, is that what it is? Yeah. It's a a wonderful release of menopause. I don't care. Okay. (laughs) It's uh, very revealing.
3: Well. Not only your body, but the products that you use to get ready.
4: Yes. That's what took so long. Okay. Editing that thing was a monster.
3: Okay. Well, if uh, you are today trying to figure out what products to use, Virginia might have some ideas for you. It's on our TikTok if you do that TikTok thing, go and look for The KBJ Show and subscribe to us right now.
1: My KBJ Show.
3: What
2: are you thinking about? What, what are you thinking about? What's on your mind? are you thinking about? What, what are you thinking about? What you got on your mind today, Bird? I got a YouTube question for the YouTubers out there. Mm-hmm. So back in the day... I would say whenever we were a show in Miami and we got fired, we were doing a lot of things on YouTube, me and Denny's were, mm-hmm. and there was a major violation thrown against us. I remember YouTube threw this big thing and their penalty, I, I, I can't remember exactly what it said. Ooh, what did we do? It, it was something to where we, we went with this company who said they were able to... Uh, get your, your video out more and have more people see it. And it was supposed mm-hmm. to be one Exposure, of the... Exposure, marketing. Yeah, marketing. Yeah. And they were not legit oh, and wow. they were a scam kind of a thing. And it it was saying we were in violation for trying to cheat YouTube or something like that. Oh, they were trying
4: to cheat the system and we affiliated. And
2: we didn't know that. right? So, but How would you know? I, I, we did not know. And that was a major violation. And then I'm reading up on if you get violations on your YouTube channel, it can, without a doubt, they punish you. And they can punish you hard. And then I remember, not that long ago, not as big of a violation, I got us in trouble for bullying Fat Kevin. Kevin, <laughs> oh, right. he was fat.
4: Ke- fat Kevin doesn't exist anymore, so we were bu- bullying a fake person and we got in trouble.
2: Now, YouTube <laughs> sent me something, and that wasn't anything nearly as bad as the thing that we got. 10 or 12 years ago. I guess my question is this. How long do they punish a channel for doing something that's a crime? Is Uh, our YouTube channel designed to always have a sickness to it because of what happened in Miami? Or can you ever get out of YouTube jail?
4: It's a good question. It's a great question. They're not going to tell us. And they're going to change it up whenever they want to change it up. So just when you think you've figured out what their algorithm
2: is, they can change it on you. Well, there's there's just certain things that doesn't make sense to me. And I'm going, are we getting punished from the YouTube Jailers? Are they? How long does that last? Somebody's always mad at us. Of course, we're getting punished. Well, I, I was reading up <laughs> on it. We're it was, naughty. Of course, there's eleven thousand different answers, and <laughs> yeah. I couldn't find an answer that would. Nobody probably really knows because it's stuff that likely is within the
4: company. And right. They don't really talk too much about it. Trade secrets. Yeah. They don't want to share what they're doing because they want to have you know the upper hand on their competition, and I think they want to have the upper hand on the people that use the platform.
2: For Well, does our YouTube channel have always a little bit of just constant bronchitis? I think we're
4: like... Kevin Ralston, the bronc is always lingering. I mean, you know, you know, oh, yeah.
5: How,
2: how bad is the YouTube law? I, I just want to know. Great there... question, but you'll never get these answers no. you well, seek. I just wonder if there's someone out there that's that's mm-hmm. got that YouTube or any of the social media knowledge. Yeah, some uh, things seem to lag a little bit, but then every now
3: and then we get uh, the oddest video will pop and do a little bit better than others. So, and then you think, oh, maybe we're
4: not punished. Yeah. I hear you and then you remember oh wait yeah we are
2: because we're bad well, we're naughty if you if, if you want to yeah i guess if you want to look at it that way <laughs> yeah i just thought if somebody knew let the bird know i'm trying to learn over here what's on your
4: mind today virginia oh i'm so happy so last night was the first night that I haven't had company. You know, we've had company, different relatives visiting Mm -hmm. from Buffalo, because, you know, it's like two degrees in Buffalo right right now. it's a time
3: of year for everybody. All
4: of Panda's family has been a revolving door of house guesting, and this is the first time in over, like, a month (laughs) that we haven't had company. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, ah. I can walk around in my drawers okay. again. Getting a little loose now. I don't have to worry about running into somebody if I'm topless in the hallway, <laughs>
2: holding laundry. You got your house back. It's one of my favorite things about living alone is I can be n- naked as much as I want. I don't have to worry about anything. And they're
4: the best house guests. You know, I mean, Uncle Bill was yeah. like there as a house guest doing handyman work. Uh-huh. I mean, so that's, that's, the, nice. that's the best house guest you can have. But still, it's nice to have no pants on. Well,
2: I just remember when my brother was staying with me I'd forget that he'd be there, and then I'd be naked, and he'd walk out in the kitchen and go, Oh, I'm naked, brother, sorry! <laughs> just And then you're naked with your
4: brother in the kitchen, and it feels weird. <laughs> I, just, I don't want to do that to him, or, or, or anybody. <laughs> What's on your mind, Kev? Today is National Signing Day. It's kind of a cool day
3: for a lot of high school athletes. This is the day that they sign their letter of intent to whatever school they're going to be going and playing sports for. So I think that's uh, awesome. You know, all the years that they've spent working and the parents who spent that money on travel sports likely like okay maybe it's going to pay off for us so that's pretty cool and i also did want to call out i've been paying attention to this story don't think i've not what's going on in east boynton beach It kind of uh, piggybacks on my little vet that i would had about west palm beach several weeks ago when i was out with my son trying to just throw the football around and we could not find a park that wasn't locked i was like well what's going on here man like where do you have to go if you're in West Palm Beach proper to find a place. I know there are a lot of communities that they've got ample spaces. My rant was specifically on pretty much down around the downtown area of West Palm Beach. In like fact, the guy said, yeah, if you want that uh, field, you gotta you got to rent it out. I'm like, well, I pay taxes. Like, how are you guys fixing up this park? My money. But I can't get access to it. It does seem odd. Well, it was just that was that was my rant for that. In other towns, look, there's a, a Wellington, and there are towns like that that they do it very well. Jupiter and Palm Beach Gardens, they do pretty well. And. It just kind of annoys me that sometimes they lock up these fields and kids who are looking to get outside. I mean, if we could get kids outside to play,
4: wouldn't that be a great thing? Yes. I would think so, too. Putting down the devices and actually playing and running and doing like we used to do. Well, they had a thing in East Point
3: Beach where they're getting ready to start the baseball season, and just now they decided to do improvements on the field. And so they put fences around it so the kids couldn't get access to their baseball fields to start the season. So they had a meeting. I think it was last night, and man, it was full of angry people yelling at a bunch of people behind that big old. You know, they got that how the city council meetings work.
4: Oh, yeah, and, you can get up and talk for like two minutes.
3: Oh yeah. Oh, they're getting railed.
2: Oh, I love yeah, it. Was it. Fun. I've this seen, is drama that I have nothing to do with. I love that. Yeah. I've seen sometimes where the the, the will will try to stop the person, but they're like, I have two minutes. Give me my two minutes. Yeah, you do. I don't. Are they allowed to stop you if they think it's? Uh,
3: no, I think you're. Supposed to get your time, man. Thought, if you're not thought, being, you know, profane or, you know, saying hurtful things, inflammatory language, I think you're allowed to speak your mind. You should be, at least, I believe. So, yeah, there were people doing that, man. There were kids in tears up there.
4: Oh man, just
3: crying because they couldn't get on their ball field. Wonder how those uh, council people feel in East Point Beach today. I mean.
2: Politicians, uh, yeah, do they have feelings?
4: <laughs> I don't know. They may not care. I hope they feel the <laughs> shame.
3: I hope they're uh, ready. But it looked like they uh, tore up one of the fields already. So putting in turf fields, I guess.
2: The but, big thing about playing on a baseball field, Virginia, is if it is open and they drag it, that means they take a tractor and they make it all nice and it looks beautiful. You're, you're not allowed to play on that. That's when I played. That's when they'd kick mm-hmm. you off and go, kid, you can't go on the field. It's too nice. It's not a situation like that, is it, where they're, they are mm-hmm. they drag the field, they make not it... Not in this,
3: not in the East Point situation. Gotcha. It seemed like, it looked like they tore out the turf and everything. Wow. Putting it Yeah, so uh, at least the one that they showed on the news news today. Didn't look good, but yeah, it's just it. I'm like, how do you not know when the baseball season starts? If you're controlling the parks and you're like, let's do improvements right the week the baseball season starts. What? Yeah. How do you not know that? Kind of know stuff around here. I mean, especially around here, right? You know when baseball season starts? So you're saying this is sabotage?
2: You're saying... I don't
3: know what it is. I just know that uh, it was a boneheaded move by, again, politicians getting in the way and not doing the right stuff and keeping kids off fields, and I don't like it.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, political Kev. That's
3: right. Get it. I did... Uh, Look at the calendar, though. Speaking of baseball, if you are kind of fired up about it, you know, um, it's so funny because most couples, they get all excited about Valentine's Day, February 14th, because <laughs> it's a day of love and you go out to eat and you get candy or something like that. My wife and I get excited because we know right around Valentine's Day, it's when the pitchers and catchers show up for spring training. So we look at each other and we go, it's Valentine's Day. Oh my gosh, that's great. Pitchers and catchers. Virginia <laughs> do not know what that means. No, I don't, don't know. That yeah.
4: I'm, I'm not really into that whole <laughs> no. thing. What do you think Kevin means by that? Uh, they report for duty. I mean, that's not
2: your. I wouldn't say yeah. that you're wrong. I mean, it, it
3: kind of says itself in yeah. pictures and catchers show. I would I mean, have
4: to be a complete idiot to not understand what Kevin was saying. <laughs> I just want to test the waters. <laughs> How dumb do you think I am? Don't answer that. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, I uh, do feel like I need to educate you because uh, the Super Bowl is coming up. Over 100 million Americans will be watching it. So if you need a quick crash course on it, I've got a little Super Bowl fact or fiction for you. What do you think? Fact or fiction. More toilets were flushed in the U.S. during the Super Bowl halftime show than at any time in history. Is that fact or fiction? These are the things you need for your Super Bowl party coming up. That's
2: straight up Kevin Trickery.
3: Okay, you're saying fiction on that? Yeah. All right, you'll find out for sure coming up next.
1: Kevin, Virginia, and Jason. It's time to gain some knowledge You learn more here than you would
5: in college. We're the smartest radio station. We are the
2: leaders in education. Is it truth? Is it lies? Kevin's the host. He's got V.I.s. Back to
3: fiction. Okay, maybe you're going to a Super Bowl party coming up. This weekend, but you don't know a lot about the Super Bowl or the NFL or football, and you don't want to feel a little left out. I'm going to give you a couple interesting little factoids here that you can go armed with to your Super Bowl party so you can sound super smart about football and the Super Bowl.
4: Ooh, Mm -hmm. fancy. Okay,
3: these are fact or fiction. Can you tell which is which? Virginia, is this fact or fiction? For the first three Super Bowls in Miami, There were no tickets, and anyone could just walk in and sit anywhere they wanted free of charge. Is that fact or is that fiction?
4: I'll say that's fact, Kevin. Gonna go with fact on that. That is fiction. Damn it.
3: You cannot do that.
4: Yeah.
3: (laughs) It
2: felt so good. You are super wrong. Yeah. Did not sell out.
3: They did have tickets though in 1968-69. The first two tickets were twelve dollars.
2: And is, is this uh, is this fact or fiction? Was there a recording of the game and somebody recorded over it? Yeah. Okay.
3: Yeah, that was a that was a little factoid as well. Oh yeah. You, oh, I, did, I just ruined Kevin's bit. Dang it. No, it's good. <laughs> okay. I didn't. I didn't put that one in there because right, I knew you probably remember that one. But don't worry, I got new ones. Yeah. And now the cheapest ticket of the Super Bowl is eight thousand three hundred dollars. Quite a jump from 12.
2: So that is the common person price for the Super Cheapest Bowl. Cheapest thing you're going to get. <laughs> wow.
3: 8300 Whoa. All right, Factor Fiction here, Jay Bird. Only four teams in the NFL have never been to the Super Bowl. The Cleveland Browns, the Detroit Lions, the Houston Texans, and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Is that a fact or is that a fiction? This
2: is a tough one because I know Jet fans are always talking about, oh, they're going to kill me. We haven't won in so long. I'm going to say that's fiction. You're going to go with fiction on that? I'm going to say that you two are mm.
5: wrong.
3: That one is a fact.
5: Oh, yeah.
4: Okay, all this right. He's doing great. Clean slate. All let's right. let's start over.
3: Okay. <laughs> Try this again. Okay. Yeah, that was
4: just a mulligan. Reset. Yeah.
3: What about this, Virginia? Fact or fiction? Miami holds the record for hosting the most Super Bowls. Is that fact or fiction?
2: I think that's fiction. Damn it. (laughs) Don't worry. I'm going to get the next one right. I promise. (laughs)
3: Miami has hosted 11. New Orleans has hosted 10.
2: New Orleans?
3: Yeah.
4: Superdome, baby.
2: Yeah, you should have known
3: this stuff. I know. Okay, Jay Bird, Super Bowl factor fiction. A 30-second commercial during Super Bowl 1 cost $37,500 but is now going for as much as $7 million in 2024.
2: That's fiction. It's more.
3: Okay, no, that's a fact. Yeah.
2: So <laughs> we haven't got one right yet.
3: Huge fans
2: oh my god it's actually very impressive it
4: is this wrong to navigate yeah let's focus we're gonna start over clean slate
3: factor fiction virginia
4: yes kevin
3: youtube was inspired by the janet jackson justin timberlake wardrobe malfunction that happened at a super bowl halftime that's why we have youtube factor fiction
4: i'm gonna say that's a fact that is a fact. Okay. Yeah.
5: okay.
4: The
3: guys who came up with the idea said, yeah, we wanted to, Next day, if you missed it, maybe you're grabbing a beer or going to the toilet and you're like, wait,
2: what happened? Boy, they don't believe in that anymore because I tried to find Billy Joel's performance at the Grammys and it was nowhere on YouTube. Was it copyrighted? I don't know. The, the, the Grammys did something to where I think they were trying to make, it m- to you, that way. make you wait or you have to go find
4: it mm-hmm. on, a, on another platform. On their platform. Yep. Oh, Grammys want you to come to Grammys.com. Is this fact or fiction?
3: More toilets were flushed in the U.S. during the Super Bowl halftime show than at any other time in history. Is that fact or fiction?
2: This is straight
4: up Kevin Trickery. Yeah, we know about big poopers.
3: Yeah, this is fiction. Going to go fiction on that? Okay, now you guys are warming up. Okay. But the water treatment plant in Fort Lauderdale does prepare for more usage, but they say the Super Bowl halftime doesn't really surpass a normal weekend night at about 11 p.m. So it's nothing too crazy. But they, they are ready for it. Are
2: people jacked up about the Super Bowl this year? Or are they just yeah. kind of like, Meh. Okay, they are. It's, it's big, they
3: expect big. it to be the highest ratings of all time.
2: Okay. Oh, that's right. Taylor Swift. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> it's got a little hype around it. <laughs> well, they've brought in a whole new audience. <laughs> well, the cool thing about me is I'll, I need to. Yeah.
3: I'm just going to give you one of those. <laughs> I'm for, plugged <laughs> into
2: football and pop culture and music. <laughs> T-Swift. Heard of her? You're right. We've been talking about this for seven <laughs> I months.
3: Okay, Virginia. Your final one. Super Bowl factor fiction. Super Bowl weekend is the slowest weekend of the year for weddings. Seems smart. Slowest of the year. Of the year. Factor fiction.
4: I'm gonna say fiction.
2: Gonna say fiction. That is a fact. Oh,
4: it's a fact. Yeah. They get
2: married on their why. Why would they get married? It's the slowest, he said. (laughs) Just like you, (laughs) slow you know what mm-hmm. can we just do this whole segment no over wonder over? we don't have any
4: points i couldn't
2: go through it again this i don't have the patience
4: I'll give you a do it. let's just start over clean slate oh, wow.
2: <laughs> you know what I, I like that next segment you're gonna see your boy just crush yeah it. you're getting all the uh
3: <laughs> whoa that was a bad round wow
2: and you got one more oh
3: <laughs> stop the bleeding kevin <laughs> Throw the <towel> <laughs> Fact or fiction, the first three Super Bowls weren't even on TV in South Florida, even though the game was being played here. Is that fact or fiction? All right, Bert, you got this. Think <laughs> it Finish through. strong. Oh, boy. Think yeah. it
2: through. Yeah, let's go. I'm going to go against what I think. So yeah. I'm going to go fiction. You're going to go fiction? Well, yeah, you're oh.
3: consistent at least. We <laughs> I mean, don't want you to end well, right? <laughs> wow.
2: Now, always had a bad radio just bad. it was a bad time <laughs> good
3: yeah, first three Super Bowls were blacked out within 75 miles of the Orange Bowl, which wow. is now where the uh, Marlins play at Lone Depot Park. So
2: I wonder if you gave me that quiz during our after the show podcast later, if I would remember any of that.
3: Somebody else is gonna have to do it. I don't think I can go through it again.
2: <laughs> You're triggered.
3: Suits. Suits. Make we got suits for to you. <laughs> you. You gotta host round two of these same questions. Kevin quit.
2: I, swear, I promise. I'm not this dumb. I swear. I don't know. Okay. I think. I think it's a shoe fit. All right. Okay. I'm going in on myself. Stop tap dancing on my grave. I'm dumb too
1: Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends.
0: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
3: Do you believe that Taylor Swift has actually orchestrated this entire relationship with Travis Kelsey? There's been all these little conspiracy theories that this has happened they even asked the nfl commissioner about the other day said i've not been scripting anything i'm not smart enough but what about taylor swift would you believe it virginia i
4: don't i think it happened i think it was him pursuing her and her being like you know what yeah let's give this a little go
3: well angel bear one of our kbj nationers who's also a swifty She just reminded me that, you know, Taylor Swift loves to leave little breadcrumbs to tell her diehard fans the truth about her life and her feelings. And you may not know this, but I guess her favorite number is 13. I do know that. Okay, you do know that. Okay, so she just said, break it down here. This is what Taylor Swift does. It'll just go to show you how orchestrated this relationship with her boyfriend, Travis Kelsey, is. He's on the Kansas City Chiefs. They're going to Super Bowl 58. Five plus eight. Is 13. Kevin, I can't. Taylor has been to twelve games. The
2: Super Bowl will be number 13. Remember on the last segment how badly I got on your nerves, of how terrible I was. Yeah. I can't do this, Kevin. This is what the
3: Swifties are believing. They believe that this is all been orchestrated by Taylor to them to show them, okay. I know Show what I'm what?
2: doing. Show <laughs> yeah, them what? What are they talking about? What are they showing us? Just how annoyed they can get us? Doesn't everybody orchestrate their own love life? To this level, Virginia? I mean, this
4: is some deep stuff. I, I think the numbers are insignificant. Oh, my God. But is they the, just so happened to come to 13 on a uh, few just things. Wait. I mean,
2: the evidence continues <laughs> to mount here. But is, is this a thing, a strategy thing that's on TikTok?
4: Not, it's not a thing with
3: anybody who is of this sound is, this mind. This is in Swifty circles. This is why their <laughs> mind is so blown today. Because they really believe that their queen, Taylor Swift, has sent them these messages through the numbers of the Super Bowl. The Kansas City Chiefs play the San Francisco 49ers two numbers there four plus nine what is the uh, answer on that virginia i know you're bad at math four plus nine
4: that. is that 13 oh yeah
3: <laughs> so look at her look how fast she is
4: <laughs> she answered that kind of with an attitude kevin this is such a stupid stretch <laughs>
3: okay well, i'm just telling you what's going on in swifty circles this is what they do with their free time the super bowl is on february 11th you know what that digital date is Two, 11. Add them together. What do you got? 13. You do? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't. You know where she's going to be this week?
2: I know where I'm going to be. I'm going to the kitchen. I'm going to eat some snacks. Be I'm
4: going to be at Mardi Gras. So I don't even, I'm not going to even notice the Super Bowl. But where is she going to be? At Remember
3: the, the story? She's going to be in Japan.
4: Oh, is she is she not going to be able to make it to the Super Bowl? No.
3: We talked about that uh, last week. Uh, she's got to make that flight from sure? Tokyo.
4: You sure she won't get on a plane and try to make it happen? No, no, she is. She is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. That's she what is. I was asked. Oh, okay. Yeah,
3: I'm. I'm between you and Brian, I'm all confused.
4: <laughs> so she will make it. She will make but just, it. Just like barely.
3: Yeah. Well, she's gonna get there. I think on Saturday night. I think she's got a little bit of time. But Swifties want to let you know that flight, thirteen hours. <laughs> okay. They say all
2: just a coincidence. Oh, I don't know. Yes, it
4: all is just a coincidence. Now they don't it's really, think
2: really—it's so. really cool. You know what? They don't think so. I just went back to the snack area here, and mm-hmm. I just grabbed a handful of candy. Yeah. Guess how many pieces I grabbed? How many? 13. Count them out.
3: (laughs) (laughs) No, he didn't. He grabbed like six. I was going to say. That's bad too. Try to have fun. Yeah.
4: What's better, their example or yours? Mm -hmm. Uh, At least least I'm trying to sing
2: for (laughs) myself.
3: Well, I know your daughter just went to Disney over
4: the weekend, Virginia. She did. She loved it. They they had uh, access because somebody in their group had a disability pass. Oh. oh. Do you know about this disability well, pass? I oh, don't, my gosh. I, I don't know. I do want to hear
3: about it because really getting access is, is what a lot of people want to do. And so a lot of people are going for these genie passes, but apparently they're not easy to figure out. So to what lengths do people have to go now to plan out their Disney vacation? If you've got one coming up, you need these details coming up next. KVJ. It's kind of really difficult to get to Disney. They've created these things that you really want because you want to try to cram as much into your trip as possible because it's expensive. More expensive than it's ever been to go to Disney. So, you don't want to waste any time because time is money. When you're just standing around or standing in line and not doing anything, you're wasting all that money. So, they know this. And now people are trying to get access to these fast passes to get them all around the parks. And everything seemed to be okay for a while until they came out with this Genie Plus in 2021 and now from what i hear it is so confusing and difficult to book your trip with the genie plus that some people
4: are actually taking classes (laughs) i need that on how to learn how to operate it we took rocco to disney for his uh birthday like last year or two years i don't remember remember—but. It was so tricky and complicated, and it was on the app, and you had to make all these reservations for different rides ahead of time, yeah. and then you had to map your day around geographically where you were going to be, and you can't be late.
2: I'm not going to lie, for a person <laughs> like me, and I'm not sure, I, I, I think I'm probably in the rarity, but that kind of gives me time anxiety. And, and it you makes pay me, for it. You have to pay extra. And it makes me not want to, it, it would make me not want to go. That would that doesn't sound like funding me. Constantly trying to... Right do this is it's tough. It's I wanna, confusing. I want chill, man. I want to yeah.
4: relax. Lightning Lane. That's what they're calling uh-huh. it. Like It's a special lane at select attractions where you can do a certain amount per day of Lightning Lanes. And so you buy those in the app, and then you set your reservation, and you set your time, and you set this, and you set that, and you're like, nah, my nah. head... Is gonna
2: explode. No, nah, I'm slow. I like to chill, man. That I, I, you would be good at that, Kevin. You, you, you're almost like uh, Chevy Chase from Vacation. Mm. You'd be able to make sure that oh, people are on time. he's the dad walking through the park,
4: and you hear the Home Depot theme playing. Like Dad's gonna Dad, and make sure that we are where we need to be at That's the right. scheduled time, and we've got five minutes to get three feet over there. Time is money, kids. Oh, I'd be.
2: or <laughs> they, they it's time to go to Space Mountain, and I take him to uh, the one That got what's the a splash mountain? Like, splash mountain's not even here anymore. Wrong mountain, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, they say that a lot of times reserving rides starts at about 7 a.m. and yeah, you have
4: to start at 7 because they sell out.
3: People then are trying to get on and they're getting kicked out of the Genie Plus system or else they have a lag with their internet. They say, don't try it on bunk internet because it will be one of the most frustrating experiences of your life.
4: Yeah, I had to set my alarm in the Disney Hotel for 6.50 a.m. Yeah. So I could wake up, splash water on my face and be standing there staring at my phone. Yeah. So right when it hit seven, you could reserve your spots. I did that and we still didn't get in to ride that ride till like 2.30 in the afternoon that's not my disney that's how quick all the spots went
3: it's insane just how much money you can spend at disney now i almost wonder if they don't make genie plus so frustrating so that you'll go to one of the vip tours but listen to this you could do that and that would take away the frustration of trying to deal with the lightning lanes but that starts at 450 dollars goes up to $900 per hour depending upon the season.
4: For the VIP guided tour? If you do tour, the VIP. Yeah.
3: Yeah, it's insane And I think that might go per person. Yeah, it is.
4: Yeah. That's way out of my price range. I'm never going to be able to right. do that. The Genie Plus
2: was expensive. Look, the yeah. mouse loves the children as long as they pay them. <laughs> That's it. The mouse loves the money. <laughs> yeah. So you can look online. If you are
3: confused by the Genie Plus at Disney, they have classes that they now offer which is pretty crazy
2: that is crazy that whole situation sounds so stressful for a person like me yes uh-uh. i i didn't even know about this though but if you have a, a person in your group
1: mm-hmm. with
4: a medical disability and they get a disability pass that is like a lightning pass to ride anything you want oh really okay yeah because my okay. family was traveling this weekend with someone with a disability uh-huh. and everybody in the group is able to use that okay okay i had no idea
3: that is a good thing to know but uh, don't bring out these scammers make sure that someone is legitimate nah. yeah. I don't
4: want by cheating the system i think disney does check and it was okay. legit the person in our group legitimately has yeah. a, a a medical thing okay i i i don't
2: i don't see if i try to scam that <laughs> yeah <laughs> Man, oh man! Can I just go to Epcot and just repeat Soarin' on? Just keep going on, or would that not even be allowed anymore?
4: No, I think you can just okay, get back in the line okay, over right. and over. You can get yeah. back in the line, yeah. The whole,
3: you can do that all day long.
4: <laughs> You'll ride it three times. Go ahead, go yeah, go right back to the end of the line. Look, if you're in Epcot, I know where you're gonna be. You're gonna be drinking around the world. You ain't gonna be in the line at Soarin'. It really is me going just going to the around the world to drink and then just go go right back on Soarin'.
2: Oh, <laughs> Over, oh, rinse and repeat.
4: You go to Mexico yeah. and get a margarita, go back to Soren. Mexico, w- margarita, Soren.
2: I love Epcot. I really do love Epcot. Because yeah. you you're it, an alcoholic. And, and you can learn. And then you forget <laughs> what you learned, and you learn it again. All the <laughs> booze hounds
4: love Epcot. I've
2: learned so much <laughs> and then immediately forgot it. All the things I
3: forgot because I've gone to Epcot. The KBJ Show. i want to put this on your radar before we actually got to Friday. Jaybird, I know how much you love pizza. Did you know that Friday's National Pizza Day? I mean, of course I did. But there's
2: also like 11 other National Pizza (laughs) Days.
4: It's also National Meatball Day, National Hot Dog Day, and uh, National Slap Your Kid Day.
2: (laughs) But I do know this one is recognized pretty pretty, uh, seriously. You
3: do want to pay attention these days because there will be pizza places that will have deals because it is supposedly National Pizza Day. So that's why I usually bring it up to people. If you really love it, go out and get you some pizza. They say that the average American consumes 288 slices every
4: year. That's low for this man. Right
2: now, I'm I'm throwing a press conference right now. I do not have a pizza endorsement at all. I'm your guy. Have yeah. me be the face of your pizza <laughs> establishment. Right. Who it, else? Enta- it's, it's February. He's already had
4: 288
2: slices. I'm, I'm, I'm putting out the feelers right now. Yeah. If you want, you want to see your pizza slices go through the roof. Yeah, get the bird, free agent right now.
3: <laughs> Would you believe that Florida didn't make the top ten for the best states for pizza?
4: Yeah,
2: I can believe that. Yeah,
4: me too.
3: Not in the top ten. It's kind of crazy number one of course new york
2: let me let me guess it's in brooklyn on 38th and 9th yeah yeah do you know i know when people tell me about new york pizza and how it's the best because they're from new york and they want to tell you it's the best they do why they live in florida
3: yeah (laughs) (laughs) well hopefully florida is going to be up in their game i know there is uh one i was telling you about that one pizza place that is coming to the nora district that they're building right now in downtown west palm beach so hopefully This time next year, you'll have some great pizza, at least there. If you want to find the best pizza cities in Florida, number one in the state, Pembroke Pines.
2: Huh. Look, Pembroke Pines, I like just for food in general. I used to live over there. That was the only thing I liked living in the Davie Pembroke Pines area. They have a lot of restaurants. Number one for pizza, followed by Miramar, West Palm Beach. Nope. (laughs) You're mad? That's not
3: an accurate statement. Boynton Beach, Plantation, and Hialeah in order. That's the top six that we have here in South Florida.
2: West Palm's got to get their act together. Yeah. West Palm's got a lot of mediocre pizza. Okay. It's still
3: good. Okay. This is all based on average Google ratings is how they got that. So this is a Google stat thing that they did. New York City number one.
2: Do you guys have a pizza place that you love as a family? Mm-hmm. Personally, yeah. mm-hmm. are you yeah. allowed to say it?
3: Yeah, we go to Cucina's uh, at the Tanger Outlet that is on Palm Beach Lakes and ninety five in West Palm Beach.
2: That's that's very good.
3: Yeah, that's where we typically go. That and Blaze; those are our two favorites. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got our spots. Because they've got those keto crusts. I know you <laughs> do like that. <laughs> yeah.
2: And uh-huh. the uh, the one do the cauliflower. The cauliflower. Yeah, yeah. cauliflower crust. But they also have the Nutella pizza, and that's what I like.
3: Oh, that's good. <laughs> that's good stuff.
2: You need to
4: get over to Civil Society because they have a Nutella s'mores pizza now.
2: And you would love that. But you are right. You brought it up the other day about how many pizza places are around. I mean, I'm a pizza lover, and yeah. I still drive down places, even in West Palm, that I right. was just talking trash about. They go, I've never even tried that yeah there's so many yeah of them. maybe
3: maybe you haven't even tried the good pizzas yet in west palm I don't, i'm shaking it up with my words. You'd explore some more
2: yeah i
4: don't see you out doing the work like you used to you're getting old and tired now oh is that what it is
2: <laughs> Got yeah don't make me get real
4: <laughs>
3: pizza hut is doing a promotion where they will break up with your significant other for valentine's day by giving them a goodbye pie
4: Ooh, i love goodbye pie
3: it's a limited edition pizza that's got hot honey on top of it, Ooh. and it's packaged in a box with a broken heart illustration Ooh. and a spot to write in the future ex's name.
2: Wow. Mm-hmm. A goodbye pie. Do you think that promotion will do do numbers? Or it, It'll be a
3: blip, but it'll give them something. Yeah. I, and I don't know how many they're doing, because I went early this morning and checked. It said, sorry, all the pies have been taken for the day. And I'm like, for the day? It was like 3 a.m. I'm like, what time you got to get up to order your pie? You can get them in Miami. That's only one of three cities that it's available. And outside of Miami, you can request a link to a Pizza Hut gift card for your future ex to redeem the pizza. So they'd have to go in. How about that? You dump them and be like, yeah, go and get your uh, dumped pizza.
2: Yeah, that's not going to work. No,
3: I don't think so either. They do have an excuse generator on the website as well. That's part of it. So you can have an excuse for why you're breaking up with them.
2: I just hope the Pizza Hut people are listening right now. I, I know it's you say they're trending down, but bring back the Pizza the Pizza Hut buffet.
3: Oh, I know. I think they're doing great. Buffets I'll, I'll get in general? Pizza, I'll get, oh, no, I mean— are oh, you talking about the pizza buffet? Are you talking about the the quality of it or the frequency of well, it?
2: Well, I just know that anytime I bring up the word buffet in this room, y'all go, I don't know about buffets. I love or, the pizza
3: buffets. I was all cool with that. Okay. Yeah. We used to do that. That used to be a, a ridiculous every Friday. I think it was. Is like five bucks all you could eat. We'd always attack that Pizza Hut pizza buffet. I the,
4: wonder how much it would cost now with inflation.
2: That's a great question. It wouldn't yeah.
4: be five bucks, no, and nobody no. really does it except the gross pizza places. Well, I just
2: remember during COVID, like is this the the death of the buffet? Yeah. Buffets are still going pretty strong. They
4: are
3: absolutely absolutely. Come on.
1: Bring it back, Pizza. Okay. All right.
3: You can do it. Just go online. Find Pizza Hut's website if you want to dump somebody with the goodbye pie. The KVJ Show.
1: It's the KVJ.
2: Dirt of the day. It's the KVJ. Dirt of the day. Virginia. Take it away. Because you know we need that dirt of the day.
4: Well, Bill Maher is saying that he sat down with Kanye and did a two-hour interview for his Club Random podcast. (laughs) But, Bill wants you to know, you will
2: never hear it. I don't know if you guys have checked out that Bill Maher podcast. He sits down and gets pretty loaded and just smokes adult cigarettes the whole time and they'll sometimes you'll have a guest yeah. that doesn't drink or doesn't smoke or do anything. Oh wow and he's getting loaded uh-huh. and Talking over the person and basically just, he's having a great time and they're kind of like... Sounds fun. It's fun fun watching him get progressively just more. This sounds like a KVJ live, which are amazingly fun. He did one with uh, uh, your girl, the the head of the snake of the Kardashians, Chris Jenner. Oh. She didn't have a drink. She didn't take a smoke. She keeps it together. It was totally different energies. Oh my. (laughs) He gets down in that club
4: random. Yeah, I guess Bill went into the whole interview with Kanye thinking it was going to be a learning moment for him. And he said, no, I am not putting this out there because of his anti-Semitism. He said he's the he's he's the voice of the young people and he doesn't want the words that Kanye said to echo with young people right. and keep anti-Semitism alive. And for that I think
2: Bill Maher is very smart. And I can tell you this too. Both of them they get they get hyped up a little bit. When Bill Maher is drinking and smoking and doing all that, I could see that being just a train wreck of an interview. Probably D- d- great to watch as far as craziness. Yeah, but yeah, I see what Bill Maher's I'm getting doing. a little unhinged.
4: Well, coming up this weekend uh, during the Super Bowl fun. I mean, imagine the parties that are going to be in Vegas this weekend pre Super Bowl. There's going to be some amazing parties and. Oh, yeah. I guess RuPaul's Drag Race is flying in their whole production team for that show, and it's a really great show, and it's got a lot of support, and I guess there's a whole contest they're going to be doing with one of the contestants from RuPaul's Drag Race that is a Taylor Swift impersonator, so there's going to be a whole Taylor Swift impersonation competition going on on Saturday night before the Super Bowl plays on Sunday. And it's a whole party that goes on with that. I wonder if Taylor Swift will be reaching out to those contestants again because she had quite a few of them in uh, some of her music videos that she's done, the Taylor Swift impersonators. Mm -hmm. And wouldn't this be brilliant if Taylor Swift hired a few of these impersonators that look just like her to be running all over Vegas and throwing off the paparazzi scent of getting pictures of her out and about Super Bowl weekend in Vegas. So you—that think that would be so fun. Yeah,
3: you know, I think it's going to be madness because uh, what? Well, this is the first Super Bowl that they've had in Vegas. Even one of the announcers for the game, he said, "I am not going in early." He said, "Vegas is already." unhinged.
4: Vegas is yeah. on a normal day, it's unhinged. Now you throw in the Super Bowl? It's just going to be complete (laughs) madness. It is going to be the funnest party ever.
3: Yeah, or, you know, it it will be insane. If
4: you can handle it.
3: Yeah, he said uh, in fact, it was uh, Joe Buck, he's one of the announcers that uh, they have on Fox, I believe, and he said, he, he actually predicted that there is going to be a big story that's going to come out of this from the chaos. Something that...
4: Multiple big stories will come out from the
2: chaos. He said, I don't want
3: any part of it. He said, I'm not the kind of guy that goes to the club all night long, but I can tell you there is going to be a story or two.
2: Way to keep it positive, Buck. Mm -hmm.
4: (laughs) I just love the idea of a bunch of Taylor Swift impersonators running around, and if they could find Travis Kelsey impersonators and get those two just all over Vegas creating chaos, that would be so awesome. Uh, I know you're a big fan of the Mandalorian Jaybird. Uh, so first, first two
2: seasons let's get that on record
4: you'll have to fill me in on this character uh, Gina Carano yes so she is suing Disney for firing her from The
2: Mandalorian. Can you talk any about that? She put something up on social media that fired people up. Now, I can't remember what it was. The Disney people did not like it. It was I, during COVID. Yes, but I got to tell you, a lot of people had her back. It it turned wickedly political, and again, I don't remember all the facts, but she was very, very good on the show, and they fired her, and the people that liked the fans who didn't care about what was going on, that just wanted to watch the show, were upset, and then other people were mad because of what she said. Well, now she's
4: suing Disney for firing her and claiming wrongful termination, and Elon Musk is backing her and said, I'll put money behind you. You suing Disney. Let's go. I mean, Musk
2: versus Mouse. Who wins? Just be careful. When you take a shot at that mouse, you can't miss. Because he's gonna come back for you. I agree, but I mean you got
4: Musk versus Mouse,
2: Kevin. Yeah, I know. I mean what a battle that's gonna be. I am here for it. <laughs> Musk versus mouse. I would love to hear them debate Mickey Mouse and Musk oh, go back and so forth. That. <laughs> and that's what's going on in your dirt. Okay, we
3: got some birthdays going on today. Ashton Kutcher turning 46 years old today. Chris Rock, the comedian, is 59, and Garth Brooks, the legendary country star turn. 62 years old today. Got to give a shout out to Caleb, turning two. That's from his mom, Stephanie, Daddy, Sissy, and Manji. Lewis, listening to us in the UK. He's turning 24 years old today. What, oh, what time is it right now in the hey, UK?
2: What's all that about? Mm-hmm. Is that watch 7 p.m. right now.
3: Uh, it seems like that might be a little bit uh, much. I would guess uh, probably about uh, one fifteen. p.m. Oh, look already... at
4: you. Global cab. That
3: would be my guess. guess. You've been there before, right? I have, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. come on. Yeah.
4: So traveled and so
2: impressive. He's, he's a traveled man. <laughs>
3: anna happy birthday that's from Yassix in the kbj chat oh yeah
2: we, we love if, if that's the anna in the chat room we love her yay mm-hmm.
3: and also shout out to zach celebrating his 30th birthday that is from your wife jessica Ooh. and daughter julie and there's the family photo Aww. so cute mm-hmm very nice if you got a birthday you want to get a shout out you can let us know about it mail at kvjshow.com. coming up here in a couple minutes have you ever had somebody come up to you in public that you don't know and say something that just crushes your spirit
2: Uh, yeah
3: i've seen it
4: happen at every public appearance to jay bird that's that's a little that's a little people say the weirdest things to him
3: Well, this uh, poor person went out in public and somebody came up and said something to them. I don't think they were necessarily trying to be mean, but it has really crushed their spirit. And now they're rethinking everything and they would like a little bit of advice as to how they need to think this through. Coming up next. The KVJ Show nothing worse than having somebody that is a stranger that you don't even know come up to you and say something that completely crushes your spirit and maybe they're not even trying to be nasty and it doesn't sound like in this email the person was but man this really took them down to the ground floor says today something embarrassing happened to me i was out with my husband shopping and this guy says excuse me sir I look up, and he's like, oh, I'm sorry, ma'am, but it was so awkward, and I am a little bit taller. I've gained some weight. I do dress in hoodies and jeans, so maybe I can see why it happened, but I don't think I look like a man. On the way home with my husband, I cried the whole way, and he said, you know, look, I mean, you are tall. He said, that guy's just crazy. He was just in the wrong. He said, you're beautiful. He tried everything to make me feel better, but nothing seemed to work. Now I don't really know what to do. First of all, I kind of want to change, but is it maybe a message to me that I should start dressing more feminine? Is my is my husband not even into me physically? I've got so many thoughts running through my head right now, I'm just really sad, and I just want to know if anybody's gone through something like this, and how would you take it, and what would you do about it?
2: Look, when you go out into the world, you're going to meet some toads that are going to be mean and not nice and say mean things.
3: It doesn't sound like the person was trying to be. I think they just
2: said something that— I think came off p- wrong. I think sometimes people are socially awkward. They're not socially in tune with. They don't read the room. And some people just don't don't have social graces. I mean, I have people in my family like that. There you mm-hmm. go. Can't believe you just said that on Ann. Would that uh, hurt your feelings, Virginia? If somebody oh.
4: legitimately.
3: Mistook you for the wrong gender?
4: Definitely, because I try to look as feminine as I possibly can. Mm-hmm. I'm never. You will not catch me out in a hoodie. You will not catch me. You just won't. But I think if you know, if you're in a hoodie and sweatpants, and you're just you're you're not putting as much effort as I try to put into looking feminine, it may happen, and it's nothing personal. This person doesn't know you, and people, like Jay Bird said, are uncomfortable, and they're awkward, and they go to talk, and they say dumb things sometimes. Don't take it so personal. And what do you care what this person thinks of you anyway?
2: You're right about that. That's a real thing, though. Some people do, and I've seen it happen. They've even admitted to me. They go, I have really bad social anxiety, and I've been caught in these situations where I'll say something so stupid, and it came off mean and i wasn't trying to be mean but i was nervous and i felt awkward and sometimes that happens too
3: true and you recognize that you were wearing an outfit that you know doesn't probably denote the gender as well as some other outfits do and it doesn't mean anything first of all i don't even think it should matter one way or the other What anybody thinks about that, I don't think that should be a big deal. And second of all, I would think that you would know that. Hey, if you wanted to, a lot of people wear a lot of the comfort clothing that's out there. Men and women can wear. It's about the same thing. And it sounds like you were kind of in your comfort wear. Don't let them
2: get you down. Yeah, you can't. I
3: I just yeah. To me, I I don't. And I know it's easier said than done. So I'm trying to be sympathetic to that, but I, I don't see this being. A situation whatsoever at all
2: I always kind of throw through some people think it's a negative I think it's a positive thing and it helps me at least I always ask myself on my deathbed is this really going to be something that rocked my world is it gonna be that big of a deal and if it's not try your best to let it go yeah and if you're comfortable in those
4: clothes and those clothes make you happy Your happiness is more important than some rando's opinion. Mm -hmm.
2: Dude, there's a lot of weird randos out there that just, there might be something wrong. They
4: all come up to Jaybird. I've seen it, and they all say the weirdest stuff to him when we're out in public. It does happen. People are very awkward, and they don't understand sometimes that they're Mm -hmm. being insulting and hurting your feelings. So you have to look at it like that. Like, it's them. It's a them problem. But let's look at it.
2: I mean, most people that come up to me, Mm-hmm. are very nice. I try to tell you guys the awkward ones because those are the ones that are more interesting. <laughs> I've yeah.
4: seen some of them and I'm like, wow, you really said that?
3: Yeah. A lot of people like uh, DD say, look, I've been called sir so often throughout my life. Just ignore it. Some people only see clothes you're wearing and assume wear what you want. That's a great comment, man. A lot of people saying just get over it. So there you go. So don't think too much on it um if you guys haven't noticed we've got a couple ducks outside of our studio that are on the balcony and they are putting on a concert for everybody and there's nothing that we can do about it
4: it's so loud
3: yeah so if you do hear that i know maybe you think like are we messing with you pumping in duck sound effects no those
2: ducks are so loud they're coming through the glass window and you can hear them i struggle already i don't need these ducks in my life these aren't, we don't need these ducks in our life right now. Yeah. Well,
4: first there was one duck, and it was pretty loud. And I was like, what the hell? Because it's literally like two feet from us Yeah. on the other side of the glass. We're up on the fifth floor. So he had to really put an effort in to get up here. Yeah. And then he had a friend. Well, His homie just joined him. And so now there's two of them, and they're
2: talking in chorus. Me and Virginia kind of got into a little spat during commercial break. She's like, there's only one duck out there. There's only one duck out there. I go, Virginia, I've been charting these ducks for (laughs) a week now. It's trying to find its friend or its mate. She's like, no, no, it's not. (laughs) I'm not kidding you. Three minutes later, I've got f- video evidence of two ducks. He's not lying. Pecking at Virginia's window. Going, There's two ah. ducks now. Sabotaging. Jason, Jason was right. Yeah. It's Jason was right. Very weird.
4: These ducks are just right outside of our window. And if you wonder why we sound so
2: distracted, that would be why.
3: <laughs> well, I know a lot of people didn't even notice, but a few did. So if you did hear <laughs> duck noises, we're not trying to mess with you. We actually have ducks outside of our window that are putting on a concert right now. All right, uh, coming up here in just a couple of minutes, another World Record Wednesday attempt. We're going to find out who Jabird is going to challenge head-to-head coming up next.
1: KVJ.
2: World Record Wednesday. Gotta give your best. World Record Wednesday. We're chasing greatness today.
3: Jabird is going after the record for the most popcorn caught in the mouth in one minute. The record stands at 54 kernels. We're going to draw out a playing card here to find out who is going to be challenging Jaybird this. It is going to be the mouth, and then we'll find a common tosser between the two. I drew a
2: queen. Not going to lie, Ralston. You're the guy I wanted for this one.
3: I could be the tosser.
2: If she gets a king or an ace, I'm going to be... What would you get, Virginia? I got a two. Okay.
4: That's
3: good. Okay. You're taking on Virginia then. All right. And it's I will be the card. common tosser. Mm-hmm you don't get lower than that
4: no. yeah you don't get lower than that
3: yeah so we don't even have to keep drawing we know who it's going to be okay so what uh, we can do here if you want to watch this on kbj tv just go to youtube and you can pull it up right there so you're each going to have your own little bag of delicious popcorn here and i'm going to be chucking i think we're right at about the same distance right from uh, here to virginia and then over to jaybird okay so give me both bags And then I'm going to be uh, chucking it over there to you, Virginia, and then to you, Jaybird. Okay. Okay? All right. So it's about how well you can maneuver your mouth. We have the common person that is going to be
2: chucking it. And do you need Denny's to do commentating?
3: Well, whoever's not uh, catching the popcorn in their mouth will be doing a lot of the commentating.
4: Give me that arc.
3: Oh, yeah. Give me
4: that arc, brah.
3: Don't worry. I will. Denny's going to run the uh, timer over here. Okay. I'll be arcing it. Bird, you're doing the play-by-play to let us know what is going on here.
2: Okay, we've got a Kevin Ralston and a Virginia ready to go. On your mark, get set, popcorn.
3: Okay, boom, up. Okay, that was high, off. Okay, threw two at one time, three off there. It's Damn, to, okay, got one. one in.
2: it got one in. It's kind of to right. commentate because you're commentating, you Kevin. Okay. So, uh, Kevin keeps going to Virginia. I believe she's got two in her mouth, three in her mouth. Okay. Kevin is in a zone right now, bouncing off the witch's Botox lips. We're at 20 uh, seconds. 20 seconds. They are at four. Another one done by Ralston. Another one done by Ralston. They're at six. Uh, six popcorns. Seven popcorns. 30 Eight seconds. Eight <laughs> No, Ralston is in his zone. Virginia's doing great with her mouth. I can't believe this. I've never said her her mouth is so big right now. 40 oh, it seconds. Is. Oh my gosh, here goes Kevin again. Push it like athletes. Push it like athletes. Kevin goes for one more <clears throat> off of her lip. <clears throat> <clears throat> oh no! Oh no, just seconds. came out.
3: <clears throat> you have 10 <clears throat> seconds, oh, I eye. Eye. just about blinded <clears throat> her. Five, <throat> four, three, two, <clears throat> one. Okay. Okay. It's oh,
2: done wow that was that was fun to watch oh my gosh got a few we
3: did okay there we had a little bit of a groove uh, virginia wanted to celebrate after every popcorn though and she was jumping up and down and then she couldn't reset <laughs> to do it again
2: <laughs> it was
1: a mess i was excited
3: uh, i know you're excited yeah but she's celebrating and then I'm, i had oh. to wait after each one for her to be
2: done celebrating sorry for my jazz enthusiasm well, then, well, then kevin tells me i have to commentate and as soon as i start to commentate kevin starts to commentate like this is a mess <laughs> welcome to the kbj show
3: Okay, all right, Uh, Bird, we'll do it uh, with you. Now, how many did we get for the total on that?
2: I believe it was uh, was eight. It was eight.
3: Okay, eight was it. Boy, 54 is a record. That's how bad that was. 54? 54 is a record, and yeah.
4: How's that possible?
3: Yeah, 54 kernels caught in the mouth in just one minute. You guys did pretty good, though. Okay, eight is the mark to beat. Let's see if uh, Bird can beat it. Okay, we got 60 seconds again on the clock. Virginia, you're doing the play-by-play here. All right, let's see if we can beat this eight mark in 60 seconds. On your mark, set,
4: and go. All right, Jaybird is definitely the favorite. He's done this Fighter kind of thing before. And there's one. There's not another. Okay, Kevin's got a nice arc. There's two. All right, there's three. Okay, he's four. reset. There's four. Five. There's five. Oh, my gosh. He oh. missed that one. Uh, there's uh, missed that one. 20
1: seconds. There's, uh, oh, okay, there's six.
4: Seven. It's like in
3: this popcorn. Oh, oh wait, hit the microphone. Wait. It is I.
4: Eight. Okay. Oh, just short. Just short again. Nine. There's nine. Oh, just short. There's ten. There's 12. eleven. Eleven. Yeah. We're at eleven right now. We're holding steady. 11 seconds. We're at eleven. There's twelve. Uh, and there's. Thirteen. Okay, I won. I won. We got thirteen. We got thirteen. <laughs> I won. We got thirteen. We got thirteen. <laughs> Swallow. Fourteen. Oh, oh, oh.
5: I'm out, bro. Two, <laughs> one,
4: and it's Couldn't done. could do it? Oh, he you gave got, up. You got
3: gassed on that one, huh? Yeah. How many did you get total?
4: Fourteen. Yeah. We okay. We fourteen. Fourteen
3: to eight. How about is that two rounds and we didn't even come half to <laughs> what that guy did with 54?
4: That guy's amazing. That's guy, <laughs> right.
3: His name David Rush. He's gotta have a way to get the for the popcorn tosser because this isn't a bag and you have to dig in there and you get like multiple kernels in your hand and to get it to just one. Did they have them laid out? You, I think you'd have to lay it out on a table. No, it's all my fault. I did it wrong. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm just wondering. I'm like, yeah, it's just that's that was a challenge. Your,
2: your record's safe, Dave.
3: Just wondering how he went so fast, because that's pretty good.
2: Because the guy's a maniac, and all he does is work on world records. Yeah.
4: And he could have, like, you know how if you go play tennis, they have, like, one of those machines? Right. Does he have one of those?
3: I think I saw him doing it, and I think it was. I think they had it, like, laid out, and it. So if he can get it, just chuck it, and then he was just doing it. I think we all agree that he did it the right way (laughs) (laughs) we're not known
4: for that (laughs) Uh,
3: bird gets the win bird is still undefeated he is now four and oh wow has not lost a world record attempt this year it's pretty impressive what a man i feel
2: like an athlete look
3: (laughs) virginia's got two losses now
1: (laughs) i I hope my
2: dad's listening
1: okay yeah (laughs) it's impressive stuff my kvj show
2: People fighting online, losing their minds, so we read the crazy crap they write and have a fun time. Well, get ready for this week's digital drama.
3: Oh, man, we have got some drama about to break out here because Rosa has gone on social media after she finds out that her friend Monica is hooked up with her boyfriend and three more of her friend's boyfriends. <laughs> I mean, wow. Whoa. Okay, a little been after it. I will play the role of Rosa. We'll have Virginia playing the role of Linda. Jaybird, you can play Monica. And producer Denny's, you will play the role of Lisa. Why are
2: you making me play the... The, uh, the, home, the, the home rucker. You're the bad girl.
4: <laughs> it's typecasting. Da-ho. You're naughty. Mm-hmm. Okay,
3: here's what Rosa had to say. I
4: just found out that Monica hooked up with my new boyfriend literally the night before
3: I met him. She knew I liked him and she still hooked up with him anyway. She never
4: told me that. And I think it's shady AF. Wait, what? Monica, how could you? Are you serious? Oh, my goodness. I cannot believe this. Monica hooked up with one of my ex-boyfriends, too. I see a skank trend
2: going on. (laughs) Hold on, hold on, before you all jump to conclusions, none of your significant others were actually in a relationship at the time, so let's calm down a bit, (laughs) shall we? Well, I guess that's just some twisted form of
3: justification. We know you were trash when you hooked up with Lisa's ex as well. (sighs) Oh, great. So you're saying Monica hooked up with Steve at some point? How am I just hearing
2: about this now? Monica, did you hook up with my Steve? I did nothing wrong. (laughs) All your actions were single when I hit it off with them. The fact that you're airing this out on social media is psychotic.
3: Monica, you are dead to me. I hope you die alone in your superficial Miami Beach condo. God will punish you for what you have done. Just like that thunder took
2: her out. <laughs> <laughs> Just like that thunder turned into a sound of a gun. <laughs> hey, was that a gun or thunder? I don't know. We- it, you know, I pulled it off the internet. I think it, it sounds like when they take that metal
3: sheet and they make thunder out of it. <laughs> yeah, you be the judge. What is this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Sounds like a gunshot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, she a got shot hit. during a thunderstorm? I don't know.
4: <laughs> Either way, don't hook up with somebody's man. That's yeah. right.
3: Our next post here has uh, Ren. He does not believe that we have landed on the moon, and he wants to vent about it. Okay, so we start off here with uh, Petey kind of getting things going. I'll have uh, Bird play the role of Petey. I'll have uh, Virginia be the role of Ren. Oh, the play- star. Oh, yeah. Mm, I'm yeah. so excited, Kevin. Um, I'll play the role of Ronald, and then we'll have Denny's playing the role of
2: June. All right, here's Petey. Can't believe people still think we didn't land on the moon. It's a fact, folks. Hashtag moon landing. Hashtag science. Hashtag you're stupid.
3: Seriously, Petey, how can you be so ignorant? The evidence is quite overwhelming. Hashtag moon landing hoax. Hashtag wake up. Hashtag you are the stupid one. Actually, I agree with PT. There are some questionable aspects to the moon
2: landing. We did not land on the moon. It's been proven, dummies.
4: Yeah, finally some sense. Petey and June, you're not alone. The truth is out there. Question everything. There are rumors that NASA is in cahoots with Hollywood, even still to this day. Oh, what?
3: Well, great. We have two moon landing deniers here on this thread now. This is absolutely ridiculous. You probably believe that 9-11 was also an inside job. Why don't you get some help, you losers?
2: Ronald, you're just afraid to confront the truth, bro. You sound like a government butt kisser. Only real moon landing people are going to see. is the me,
3: oh, I messed that line up. That <laughs> it's not your fault. It was and the ducks. Take two. Yes. And they are going There's off. There's the Ooh.
4: loudest ducks outside of our window, y'all. It's hard to We've, focus. We found out they're
3: Egyptian geese, and they're doing a mating ritual dance. They right get right now. very aggressive during
5: mating. Well,
4: can they just bone and get it over with, please? And my headphones
2: so- don't work, so all I'm <laughs> really is just duck <laughs> or goose or whatever the heck they are. Yeah. All right. Sorry to break for focus. the we gotta Focus. We got to focus. The only real moon landing people are going to see are people kissing my bare ass. Uh, Petey, why attack Ronald? Let's have a civil discussion instead. Sorry, these dogs.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Just blame the geese on everything. It's not
3: me. It's the geese.
4: Insults won't change facts, Ronald. If you believe the moon landing wasn't fake, then you belong in an asylum. The moons over my hammy are real, but not the moon landing. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha. Fight me if you think I'm wrong. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) all right.
2: (laughs) The star of that one was the Ducks.
4: (laughs) The Ducks really were the (laughs) (laughs) star.
3: Well, we had uh, posted something up on social media, and I was just kind of wondering, if you are in a relationship that you don't want to be in, what are those thoughts? What goes through it? How many people, and we'd seen the numbers on this, that there is almost a majority of people in relationships that don't want to be in it. And that would be a tough place to be. And I know on social media you couldn't vent there, so we encourage people to go to the mic drop feature that we have on the WRMF app and uh, leave a voice message there for us to play.
2: Sometimes you can just drive through a lot of red flags, and all of a sudden it's month five, and you go, what have I what have I done? I can't yeah. call my dad. I gotta get some
3: advice here. <laughs>
2: well, and then
3: as we started to get messages, what was interesting is the layers of it because you have people that may have kids.
4: Yes, that's a big one. Yeah. That's and, why I stuck around in my first one because I was like, Well, I'm doing it for Magnolia. Mistake. Yeah, we got several interesting messages.
3: One of them was particularly eye-opening to me, and I want you to hear it.
1: Kevin, Virginia, and Jason.
3: You'd probably be really surprised just how many people are in this world where they're married to somebody they want to be married to, and you might have some dark thoughts every now and then. We kind of prompted people on our social media and said, hey, tell us what you're going through. What are those thoughts like? Do you ever feel trapped? In a marriage you don't want to be in maybe you've got kids maybe it's financial situations that you can't get out of and uh, we got a bunch of interesting messages from our WRMF app and the mic drop feature people are just kind of a you know I guess unloading I know Virginia you've been in a uh, tough situation once before in your life and it's just got to be something you always got to be in your own head I would imagine the thoughts that you have and be like how do I get myself out of
4: this constantly and if you if you are in that and then you are constantly thinking about it and you're like me and you're overly paranoid about every detail of everything yeah. you can start to downward spiral by not being in that healthy headspace because you're with the wrong person and they may not even be as bad as you have created in your head which mm-hmm. I think is some of what I went through yes there was really bad things but then as soon as I saw the really bad things then I created all these other bad scenarios because I'm paranoid yeah, and this person for a period of time changed me because I was so upset like if that's the kind of relationship you're in and all you do is think about not mm-hmm. wanting to be in it just get out of it and stop mentally torturing yourself we
3: got several messages that came through on the mic drop feature but there was one particularly that kind of stood out to me
1: so my husband 15 years ago he was the love of my life and we have three kids but he has grown in to be a terrible man it would be better off if he died than if we divorced because if he's still alive my kids still have to hang out with him and i can't be the only one out there and i just need to vent like i'm married to the worst man in the world and he's not violent but he certainly is emotionally with all of us so
4: so i just don't know
1: is that normal to think that way
4: i think so i think it's very normal
3: she just wishes maybe something would happen to him and they'd yeah. all be better off.
4: She doesn't want to poison him, you know. Antifreeze in yeah. the sweet tea is detectable mm-hmm. now, so don't. Yeah. But, yeah, it's totally normal.
3: Well, you're right. When you see all the poisoning stories that are out there, <laughs> clearly there's a lot of people have had this thought.
4: Well, if you're like me and you watch a lot of
2: Dateline, <laughs> you now
4: know how not to do it.
2: Yeah, Dateline's even made me paranoid about taking stuff from people. I'm not even married. Never take a drink from a wife that's mad
4: at you.
3: So how alone is she in this? Some other interesting messages and if you got one too, download that WRMF app. Look for the little microphone in the bottom left-hand corner and you can vent right now. It's KVJ. Kind of interesting just some of the deep and even dark thoughts that some people have about the miserable relationship that they're in. We just heard a might drop from somebody who is in it sounds like a toxic marriage not physically abusive but verbally and to the point where she's just wanting him to go away but how does that happen she just wants to leave wants him to leave her and her kids alone her alone and just kind of be on her own now it's interesting some of the messages that are coming in right now on the app and even some of the text. somebody from the 954 said yeah i'm in the same boat as her it's awful You know, it's just sad that you put all your love, hopes, and dreams into someone who becomes a complete a-hole that makes you question your worth. And I think that's more on the level of... Yeah, sometimes people just stop being nice, unfortunately, in relationships.
4: Or Some people are really good at hiding what a person they are yeah if they're crazy like Mm -hmm. sometimes you don't see the crazy until you're in it for a few months and the crazy will start to materialize and then you're like oh my gosh also
2: too sometimes life has a way to make some people jaded and yeah people can change and we don't know all the details on that situation Mm -hmm. we know one side of that see what i'm saying so how, how do we know there's not other things going on there
3: well, there are a lot of people that are texting in and even sending in messages who can at least kind of relate to what you say. Now, hey, you wouldn't want to verbalize it really necessarily and say it out loud to all your friends, but yeah, there are a lot of people that said, I kind of get what she's saying.
1: That was dating someone for five years who ended up being verbally abusive. Um, third year into our relationship, we were not married, just dating. He had to have triple bypass surgery. I stayed at the hospital all night long, but secretly I was hoping didn't make it through so i understand how the lady feels
3: Hmm. wow wow how about that a
1: lot a lot of
4: of women want their husband dead look it's real you don't want to kill him yourself but Mm -hmm. especially if he's either mentally or physically torturing you or your children which happens a lot in marriage A lot of times one person mentally tortures the other, and it's okay to wish them dead because you're trying to preserve your own sanity and your kid's sanity.
3: It's eye-opening to me just how many people were kind of sharing this thought.
1: I was married for 12 years, had two children. They were five and nine at the time, and I actually did hawk and safety and took me four years to get out of that situation. But I had those thoughts, and to be very honest, it actually happened, and um, their dad passed away of a cocaine um, overdose, and Mm. to this day, it it was hard um, because that's still their dad. So having those thoughts are not always the best thing in the situation, but I understand um, where she was going. And it's not easier on the kids because they still have a lot of questions and they still have a lot of things that were not answered. So, it's a catch-22.
3: Yeah. Absolutely. I I think that frames that really well.
4: It does. Because, yeah, if you get what you wish for and you wish him dead, now your kids don't have a dad. And even if he was a terrible dad... Mm -hmm at least they had some contact with him at some point
3: right what, what what look at it through their eyes
4: and sometimes right. i think you
3: lose yourself and your only perspective is through your own eyes that you got to put yourself from your kids frame of reference and how they would feel about it too
4: what's better a terrible dad or a dead dad yeah Cause no. it's a great question mm-hmm. i guess it depends on how terrible he was well, this one you're talking about because i think the kids would probably rather have him around
2: i'm not gonna lie Marriage sounds like a lot of fun. You, yeah. all these stories I'm always hearing on the show really paints it in such a rosy, rosy and, and way. you know, some
3: of these people, they're not even necessarily married. Some of them aren't. It's just they're in a relationship where they have a live-in and they're just financially attached to them. You know, sometimes it's not even the marriage certificate. You just are in there with your kids and, and your, your bad finances, choices. your bad choices. and here you are you know because people, just not people easy can to leave. hide
4: people can hide in the beginning of a relationship how crazy they are and mm-hmm. you don't see it and then you're like oh my gosh what have i done my
2: personal opinion i think parents are better off divorce if the, if you are fighting in front of your kids all the time and it's awful like that and you really don't like your mate and your kids are seeing that i think it would be better to go separate ways
3: for everybody involved but This person said, in my situation, I completely relate to these, but we split the rent and can't afford to live anywhere else on my own. So I feel trapped in the situation. So I think a lot of people are kind of dealing with that right now, especially in South Florida.
4: If you are, though, just like Jay Bird's saying, make a special effort to not fight in front of the kids. Make a special effort to not... Have them grow up thinking that dysfunction is normal, yelling is normal, fighting is normal, because it's not, Mm -hmm. and it's not cool, because those kids are going to grow up and repeat the same behaviors that they learned by watching you, and you don't want that for them. You want them to have a happy, loving relationship, not a relationship that's fueled by drama and fighting. Mm -hmm.
3: Yeah, absolutely. So. You know, a lot of people are saying, yeah, these women just need to leave because life is way too short. And I'm sure a lot of them would like to. And I guess that's the question that how do you get yourself in that position where you can financially and (laughs) emotionally. It's easier to
4: say than to do, especially with what it costs now to go rent first, last, and deposit. Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. Who's got seven grand just laying around for nothing? Drug dealers. (laughs) <laughs> That's yeah. it, yeah. It's scary.
3: Well, if uh, you feel a need to vent on anything, you can always do it. Download that WRMF app, look for the little microphone in the bottom left-hand corner, and leave us your
2: deepest thoughts. It's the KVJ Dirt of the Day. It's the KVJ Dirt of the Day. Virginia, take it away, because you know we need that Dirt of the Day.
4: Patrick Mahomes is speaking out for the first time. You knew they were going to bring it up in the gazillion press conferences that he's having to sit through pre-Super Bowl. Somebody's going to bring it up. Um, In case you hadn't heard, his dad was arrested in Texas on DUI charges. It's not his dad's first dance with a DUI. Mm
2: -mm.
4: And I can't imagine in Texas they take kindly to
2: multiple offenders. They don't like when you break the law unless they're breaking the law. Mm-hmm.
4: I don't think they like it when you keep breaking the same law over and over. They don't got a lot of patience and Texas. No, they don't. No. So, yeah, he said, look, I don't really want to get into it. This is what Patrick Mahomes Jr. had to say. I don't want to get into it, but uh-huh. He's doing good for the situation. Yeah, he's here's, doing
3: good. Here's how he handled it when he was asked point blank by a reporter. And some people are like, "All right, easy, man." But this is how he handled it.
5: Uh, yeah, um, he's doing good. Uh, I haven't, don't really want
3: to get into it too much, but um, I mean, he's doing good for for whatever the, the situation is. It's a family matter, so I'll just keep it to the family. Um, and that's all I really have to say at this point. I really kind of feel for Patrick Mahomes because. He's dealing with questions about his dad during the Super Bowl and a DUI, multiple DUIs. His brother's a handful. His bro- he, he, I remember the press conference. where He was getting grilled about his brother who had gone up to a woman in a bar, grabbed her by the face, and just starts making out with her. And that was in Kansas City. It's like, dude, this is a town where I live and play, and you're making it really hard for me. Kansas City is a, it's a small town. It really is. A lot of people know each other. It's not like a New York City where, oh, okay, you're on that side of town. I'm the other. It doesn't work that way in KC.
4: He's got some squirrely DNA and that family tree yeah. that he's having to like, deal guys, with. Guys,
3: can you stop? Like, it's
4: hard enough <laughs> trying
3: to be a Super Bowl-winning quarterback,
4: and then i got to deal with all your guys' drama. He's clean. Oh, the 49ers love it. I'm <laughs> they're, sure. They're like, oh, yes, please, more drama. More eyes off the ball. Yeah, and finally, here I don't know if this is real, but if this is, we need to get Jaybird on the case to investigate. Okay. Snoop Dogg and Master P are claiming that Post Foods and Walmart are conspiring to hide the new Snoop cereal. It's a new cereal. And online, if you try to go buy it at places, it says it's sold out. But I guess they did their own investigation and went in the back of stores. At a Walmart? At Walmarts. And found boxes and boxes of Snoop cereal hidden away, not on the shelves,
2: so that customers couldn't find it. Wait, wait a minute. You mean to tell me customers couldn't find the Walmart employees or the thing they were looking for at Walmart? <laughs> what? I'm shocked. <laughs> All I can't right. believe it. It's not because they're trying to do anything diabolical. Just the people at Walmart just didn't unload, unload the boxes yet. Are you saying it's complete incompetence? I'm saying that Walmart's <laughs> not doing their job. Maybe Snoop cereal should have been distributed for, through Publix. Look, you wouldn't be having that problem. I'm not kidding you. You are more likely to find an empty cup on the ground in a Walmart than an employee. Just It's, it's, it's tough sometimes.
4: Yeah. And then I don't know if it goes deeper. They're accusing Post Foods of being in on it. So wow. I know Walmart's customer service isn't so great. What about Post Foods? Are they conspiring against Master P and Snoop Dogg?
3: When it comes to grocery stores, placement's everything.
4: Placement is everything. Mm-hmm. And where they put you on the shelf is a thing that is negotiated yeah. very heavily. And maybe Post Foods is not giving
2: Snoop cereal as much love as it should, and Master P and Snoop Dogg won't respect. But just to piggyback what you just said, also Walmart's customer service it's it's pretty bad.
4: <laughs> I don't know. I want I want I want to see the investigation. What are Snoop and Master P coming up with? Because yeah, that would be diabolical if well, they were not putting it
2: out and they had it and they knew they had it. or or, they- or there is a thing where it's not selling and let's make a controversy up and get people talking, and then all of a sudden it's going to fly off the shelf. I would buy it. If I saw it on the
4: shelf, I would buy it. Everything needs a controversy these days, Virginia. Everything. Yep. I love a controversy. It's what we built the dirt of the day on. And that's what's going on in your dirt.
2: It's time for viral audio.
4: Hey, yeah, beautiful hair.
2: They can't hear me because they're listening to Kid Fox. We got weights and fit! There we go. Oh. Oh.
3: Well, they keep dropping out some new Super Bowl ads and for Uber Eats, they've got this thing going on about people forgetting things, but remember Uber Eats, I guess is what they're trying to do. So they have Jennifer Aniston, she's on a Hollywood movie lot and David Schwimmer, her former co-star that she had a relationship with as characters on the TV show Friends comes up to her and she doesn't even remember him.
4: Yeah, it's a cute concept.
1: I like mm-hmm. this. Yeah.
4: Did I know you could get all this stuff on Uber Eats. Yeah. You gotta
1: remember that. Well, you know what they say. In order to remember something, you gotta forget something else. Make a little room. Jen. Hey! <laughs> Have we met? Give me a hint. Worked together for ten years? Ten years? Yeah.
2: You were great. You still don't know, do you?
1: I don't. Right. Like I forget ten years of my life. I hate this town.
3: <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's cute. Yeah, so they had uh, also Posh Spice, trying to remember what group she was in. She forgot. <laughs> they are like, was it the Oregano Girls?
4: That is very funny and yeah. clever.
2: I'm they going to. You going on. You're, you're going to play that one, too? We're, uh, we're gonna no, play the I don't chair. have that clue. I'm just yeah, recapping I, it. I'm going to have to go ahead and disagree with both of you. I think both of those commercials are corny.
3: I like it. I do well, how. And uh, then DoorDash is doing a pretty interesting promotion. If they can pull this off, this is kind of cool.
5: DoorDash can DoorDash pretty much anything. So this year, during football's biggest event, DoorDash will DoorDash stuff from all the ads. All to one winner. All the snacks. Every automobile. A tax service. And who knows what else? We uh, haven't fully thought this thing through yet. Just look for the promo code on the big day for a chance to win it all. DoorDashAllTheAds.com
3: That's kind of cool, isn't it? You yeah. win everything they advertise for on the Super Bowl? I love that. Yeah. <laughs> That's an
4: amazing prize. It yeah. is. Kind
3: of thought so, too. Is it real?
4: Is that really going to go well, down? Well, I don't know
3: if you're going to... I mean, you'd, somebody call you on it, right? You get sued if you don't deliver. Yeah. I would think they'd have to.
4: Can you break it up or does it all come at once? Don't know. Don't have all the
3: details on
2: it.
4: <laughs> I don't want it all at once. You don't? It's too big okay. for me. That's, too much, I'm
2: huh? just wondering if what rules are in place of the winnings. Yeah, because that's a great question. You got mm-hmm. our attention.
3: Okay, well, we'll see. KVJ. This new show looks absolutely amazing. I cannot wait to watch it. It's called Palm Royale, and it's coming to Apple TV on March 20th. It's starring Kristen Wiig, Ricky Martin, Josh Lucas, Laura Dern, Allison Janney, Carol Burnett, and Kaya Gerber. Oh. And it's set in Palm Beach, Florida in 1969.
4: Oh, I'm looking at the trailer right now, and this is everything I love. It's so great. (laughs) It's, It's
3: like it would be at one of those exclusive clubs that they have on Palm Beach, and it deals with the people who are rich, the people who have the power all the manipulation that goes on and it looks like it's done in a humorous way as well here's a bit of the trailer for palm royale
1: i had only been in palm beach two weeks we don't know you i'm maxine delcourt but i already knew the palm royale the most exclusive club in the world was where I belonged. Evelyn, you are the woman to know in Palm Beach. Robert, shake me another martini, and then let's play doctor. I'm my way. Palm Beach is just a shell game. Everybody has a secret. More, I want you when you're... In Palm Beach, that secret is like a loaded gun. No, 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 no. You never know when it will go off or who it might hit.
3: I mean, does that not sound great?
4: (laughs) Oh, it looks so good. Oh,
3: it does. I mean, the cast is
4: phenomenal. It really is. It looks like it was shot at the Colony Hotel. It does. That's l- what I thought, too. A little bit. I don't think it was, but it kind of looks like that whole thing. If you know those colors and that motif,
2: yeah. it's so Palm Beach. Yeah. Oh my gosh. If you told me I'd to go to the Colony Hotel right now without, without any kind of GPS, I would never find it. <laughs> I'm not sure <laughs> you'd find Palm Beach. <laughs> I, I, I agree.
3: <laughs> yeah. Did you see that uh, Savannah Guthrie and Jenna Bush Hager were over there, the Today Show co-anchors over the weekend?
4: Oh, they were at the Colony? Yeah. I'm not surprised.
3: Yeah, they they seem like the kind of fee- people that would fit into that. Totally. Palm Beach, we're at the Colony kind of world. They had their daughters over there hitting up the beach, all that kind of stuff. But yeah, the show looks pretty good. So I've definitely got that uh, earmarked to watch when it comes out here in a couple of months. I also did see that streaming has just got a little bit more complicated There's a new sports streaming app that's coming out from ESPN, Fox, and Warner Brothers Discovery which pretty much they all compete against each other but now they're going to be going in together on their own app. Combining forces
4: to charge you way more. I know.
3: (laughs) They're going to have at least 15 networks, they say, on all four major sports debuting this fall and there's no word on pricing. And I'm thinking, oh great. Because the one thing we were talking about when it came to streaming is how people now feel like they're overlapping so much. Right. Where I I can kind of get this there, like I already, usually in the fall we do the ESPN Plus. We get a three to four Month subscription, then we cancel it because there are some things and in interviews, articles, some games that we want to watch that we can only get if we have the ESPN Plus.
4: You're so adult. If you remember to cancel, it's the queen. She's good. Oh, yeah. I, I always forget, and then they get me.
2: My girlfriend, um, a.k.a. Producer Denny's, he (laughs) helped me out with taking some apps off that I didn't even know was paying. I know. Everybody needs that person. Everybody needs a girlfriend. We did one thing for a bit. I had Tinder Plus or something. It was like forty nine dollars <gasps> a month. We were doing a, a oh, forty nine dollars a month. And I don't even think what? we. I don't even think we did did anything with the bits. It was a double negative. I'm like, oh my gosh, huh. Tinder Plus. It was when you signed me up for a certain couple websites. <laughs> I don't know if you remember
4: that. <laughs> Just throwing no. the money away, huh? Little
2: naughty ones. <laughs> yeah, w- without me knowing it. <laughs> How
3: many streaming services do you think there are as of summer of last year? What would you guess? How many streaming services could you get? 89. Bird 90 is the answer. What? 90 streaming services. <laughs> that is up from 51 at the start of 2020. That's how many they're creating. It's absolutely insane. And they say now 83% of U.S. households have Netflix, Amazon Prime, and Hulu. And you look at the cost of this. I mean, Hulu alone is 18 bucks a month. Oh. Amazon Prime, basically the same. Max which I've got that too 16 bucks a month Netflix 1550 this is the streaming service with no ads Disney plus 14 bucks YouTube premium 14 bucks Peacock 12 dollars Apple TV look at that it's only 10 bucks if you want to see that new show we were just talking about 10 bucks a month that's one of the cheaper ones it's kind of crazy.
4: Yeah, Rocco's been wanting that Apple TV. Ten bucks a month seems like the lowest of everything you've listed. Yeah, all I'd say of
2: all the big ones, it is. Only one I like, that, that YouTube premium is the one I think is the only one worth it, in my opinion. There's so many shows I watch.
3: I watch a lot of Amazon shows. I watch a lot of Max shows. My Netflix, I'm always on.
2: And I'm noticing too, because if you people would take stuff, rip it off the stream and then upload it to YouTube, you can tell everything's tightening up. You're not able to find mm-hmm. shows and free. If HBO owns it, it it's not going to be up on YouTube too long because yeah. they're going to they're going to they're going to take it down.
3: Yeah, it's just it's getting so confusing how to find stuff. They say there are several apps you can use to track TV content It'll let you know where your favorite shows are. It's TV time is one, then there's just watch, and then real good, spelled R-E-E-L good. They say what you need to do is create a viewer diary. Kind of log what you watch, how many episodes or how much time, and then what platform so you can figure out which ones you should drop. Because it's getting so ridiculously expensive. You're going to have to start making some choices. And they say look into bundle deals. You can get Disney+, Plus, Hulu, and ESPN for like 15 bucks with ads or 25 without. So they say a lot of packages are doing bundling right now, which is what it sounds like this new sports network's going to be. But it's more confusing than it's ever been. We're they got living, me all spun around.
2: We're living in confusing times, Kevin. Well, they confuse you, and then they just keep taking money
3: out of your pocket. It's like spitting you in a circle, <laughs> and you're like, whoa, and you're all dizzy. And then they're just grabbing dollar bills out of your pocket, one and my, after the other.
4: My kids want everything, I know. so it's very tough to, like, put everything through the filter and say, okay, is this going to be worth it? Because they'll sign me up for everything if I don't watch. That's
3: why you almost have to log it, just so you know what everybody's watching, how much, to make sure you're spending the right amount of money. I'm
4: logging TV time? (laughs) Do you ever do what my parents did? Just say no? Yeah. (laughs) I do. I say it a lot. And then I say, go outside and play. Right. (laughs) The KBJ Show.
1: (laughs) There's a lot of dumbass criminals to talk about, baby. It's
2: the whacked Out News. People breaking the law. Ha-ha, fighting in the noon. Ha-ha. drunk people pooping in the street. Ha-ha, it's the whacked Out News. So many people are meth. Ow! I
3: gotta tell you, the airports were really humming yesterday here in South Florida. At Fort Lauderdale, Hollywood International Airport, a drunk man drove up to the front, parked his car right outside of one of the terminals, and then just walked right inside completely naked.
2: How does that even happen? <laughs>
3: well, I mean, at Fort Lauderdale, you can pull right up there and just... It
4: probably happened really quick. Yeah. And it could totally happen. Yeah, there's not cops at every entrance to every terminal. Right. It's, it's too much.
3: Yeah, you can leave the car for a second, hop right out of your car, and go run him right in naked. Totally. Apparently, the guy tried to get into a restricted room before being stopped by deputies.
2: Oh, my. You send the rookie in for that job. Now he's
3: uh, <laughs> facing several charges, including disorderly conduct and indecent exposure. And if he was driving, I assume he's got a DUI as well. I
2: wonder what the, the amount of time he'll really do in prison. For all that. That's that's a big uh, Yeah, day. I don't know if
3: that's a prison. I don't know. Uh, but considering it's an airport, maybe it does have felonious considerations. Attack
4: on some Homeland Security time. Could be, maybe. And I, that's
2: why I asked. Prison, because I thought they do not play at the airport. Yeah, I don't know.
4: Yeah, I think you're right. I think they do step it up if you mess with the airport. Yeah,
3: they don't play. In fact, uh, we got a mic drop feature yesterday from Heather M. She wanted to know about another one of our airports. This would be Palm Beach International. Apparently there was a lot of stuff going on. Does anybody know what this was all
1: about? I keep hearing suits talk about the traffic this morning and how there is a slowdown at the Belvedere Bend. That's because there are several cops surrounding The Belvedere entrances to the airport, along with a helicopter. Anybody have any clue what's going on?
3: I did not hear anything, so I don't know what that was all about. Another naked guy, maybe? I feel like there's always a lot of cops on Belvedere
4: Road. Okay, (laughs) There's a speed trap on Belvedere Road. You better watch out for that. Yeah,
2: I think maybe nothing was going down. (laughs) They're trying to get some tickets out there.
4: (laughs) Yeah.
3: Well, a man was arrested for doing donuts in his truck in the surf on New Smyrna Beach. When the cop stopped him, he told officers, it's not my fault the truck don't surf. (laughs) Whatever that means. (laughs) He's now facing a number of charges, including failure to pay the beach access fee. But they got great video of him just doing donuts out there in the water. Huh. Yeah. What do you want to do (laughs) with his day, I guess? There was a 49-year-old guy in Indiana that was shining a laser at airplanes and then decided to shine it at a cop car.
2: What an idiot. Dude, you can mess up pilots, man. Yeah, no you doubt. You
4: legit can.
2: Yeah. You deserve to go
4: right to jail. You're just stupid.
3: Well, they had to first uh, search him, and then that's when they found all the meth
2: on him. So. <laughs> oh, this is meth-induced. Yeah. Ah. It's
4: really hard to keep it together when you're on a bunch of it meth. It is. I Give don't credit. You think it's the best idea ever? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever comes to You're your like, line. okay, guys, watch this.
3: A South Carolina man wore a ski mask and a camouflage vest with his name on them while trying to kidnap his ex-girlfriend. What? How'd that go? Not well. A friend of the victim said that the man showed up at their home at 2 a.m. and demanded to know where his ex was. He then ran the home with his car multiple times before coming back a few hours later and forcing his ex into the vehicle. Oh my. Officers found the two not far from the home after the man's car got stuck in some mud, you big dummy. He then got arrested and was facing several charges, including kidnapping and possession of a weapon.
4: You just hope that whoever your murderer is, is this dumb. You want a dumb His murderer. name was on his vest. Yeah. He got yeah. stuck in the mud. I mean, he came back to the scene of the crime. Like, he did everything wrong. I mean, that
2: really is what the whacked out news is, is criminals that aren't good at being criminals. Gosh, mm-hmm. I hope my
4: murderer is on that level. Right. <laughs> Wouldn't
3: it be nice?
2: Because you know it's out there. You know, you know there's oh. a, there's,
4: it's coming. You know, somebody wants to murder you. I'm oh, I'm too lippy. At least ten people would like to see me dead. I've said it.
2: If I was to get murdered, I'm not kidding you. There's at least uh, four people that could be a suspect. I'm Don't you saying. worry. If they get you,
4: I will avenge your death. Thank you. I will.
3: There's a uh, man in Vancouver, Washington. They got arrested after walking through traffic, swinging a samurai sword and screaming.
4: That's a problem?
3: Why? And then guess where he went? Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds about right. They it might looks, not notice him. It great. He goes running into the Walmart and everybody else comes running back out.
2: <laughs> he said, thankfully
3: nobody was hurt, but uh, what a day that is.
2: It took them an hour and a half for the police to get there. At Walmart employee finally saw something going on. <laughs>
3: Uh, remember the story of the mom who is dropping her kids off at the Christian school with the OnlyFans ad in the back window of her car yes her two kids have now been expelled from Liberty Christian Prep near Orlando Wow
4: cuz she made too much smoke
2: I guess so. And let me guess, she's all mad now. She's going to go on social media and fight it. Eh, I don't know. Her name's Michelle Klein. She
3: was originally told to remove the ad or to drop her kids off across the street, but then out of nowhere, a letter gets sent from the school notifying her and her husband that their enrollment was terminated immediately for promoting a pornographic website.
4: She got so much press out of them not letting her bring her car
2: into the school. I'm sure school. she's fine with it. And when we're talking private schools, they operate on their own set
3: of rules. Absolutely, so If they yeah. don't want
2: you to pull in like that, guess what? You can't pull in there and they can kick you out. you right.
3: Out. The school did offer the ability to re-enroll if the window decal was removed. Her response was getting an even bigger sticker.
2: And now we have her answer. <laughs>
4: yeah. What this is truly about. And those kids are probably just like, oh man, we're just stuck in the middle. I feel weird.
3: Mm -hmm. Yeah, new school for them. Police in Missouri shared body camera footage from the moment officers investigating a possible home invasion came face-to-face with a squirrel. It
4: was the squirrel that was the burglar?
3: Apparently it was. Officers (laughs) responded with guns drawn to a triggered intrusion alarm. The officer said, oh, it's right there. It's a squirrel. But they shared this video because of the response that the officer had when the squirrel started breaking a run towards the officer.
5: Oh, it's right there! It's a squirrel. They can disregard. I just saw it. Tony now you can disregard the help. We got a squirrel in the house.
0: there's a squirrel in the house. <laughs> to hear, clear? Woo! <laughs> okay, get away! Close the door! Close the door! <laughs> <That's Get away. laughs>
3: Ah. Ah, Do you hear him trying to shake it off? <laughs> I love that the squirrel was like, okay, it's my turn to flex. Yeah, he had this reaction. Oh, it's right there. It's a squirrel. And, and, <laughs> and then he had that reaction. And went, whoa, 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 And then he tried to act all manly. Listen to this. Clear. Close <laughs> okay, the door. Close the door. Oh, so That's <laughs>
5: Uh, 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 oh, I'm, uh, I'm sorry.
2: Uh, he's lucky it ain't one of them South Florida squirrels because they would have shipped <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> We got a different kind of squirrels down here. I don't here. know if he's cut out for the job.
3: <laughs> Coming up here in a couple of minutes, what do you need to confess? We want to hear the dark secrets you're holding on to and you can text them into us right now. Anonymously, 877-979-WRMF. The
1: KVJ Show.
3: Okay, we got some confessions going on here today. You can text them into us anonymously, 877 979 WRMF, 877 979 9763. I had to figure we'd probably get one of these, but it says Valentine's Day is coming up and I haven't planned anything. Normally I do, but I feel like my husband should put more of an effort into our love life than I do. Honestly, He's probably going to forget. He's never planned anything for me ever for Valentine's Day. He doesn't do anything romantic for me. Almost makes me want to find fun elsewhere.
4: Yeah, you need to plan something really super romantic for your boyfriend that you've got on the side.
2: And can we also just make sure it's Valentine's Day? It's a day of love. You got to bring the thunder in the bedroom. You got to bring your game.
3: What I find it's interesting is... The attitude that she has about him having to take the charge to do something romantic, and he never has. And it's got her almost wanting to look somewhere else because he hasn't.
2: It makes me—but seriously, a lot of times when you bring some of these scenarios up, I go, "Has have they sat down and had a heart-to-heart with each other and go, I'm going to leave you if you don't give me the needs that I really, really need? I think you should tell him, just straight out. Just be like, hey, is there a reason why
3: you never do anything romantic for me? And Guys need a lot more help with this, and some guys need more help than other guys even. And give him some suggestions of what would be a great romantic gesture that would just knock your socks off.
2: Life is short. You gotta say what you gotta say. Mm-hmm. Communicate, I, I, honestly, I see it with some of my friends. They're married, they have problems, and they don't talk to each other about them. Mm-hmm. That's that's an issue if you're married. No? It is.
4: You have to say something, otherwise it bottles and it festers, and then you explode on something that may not be the problem. Like Valentine's Day is is that the problem? But, well,
2: what if he just he just what if she had a heartfelt conversation with him and that never happened yeah. and then the game changed. Right. We, we don't know those details. Yeah, you make your whole relationship
3: better and you're not going to be thinking about trying to find fun somewhere else. I just feel like some people need to communicate a little bit. I agree, I agree, but I think there's probably a lot of people out there feeling that way with Valentine's Day coming up right around the corner. Uh, this person texted in they confessed. They said, I did my five-year-old daughter's homework after she fell asleep. It involved using stickers and I was high. <laughs> My goodness, I really didn't think she'd notice, but she called me out on it. She didn't fall for it, and she's like, Mommy, did you do this and you didn't do it right? Oh, oh yeah. so you
4: did the homework and you didn't do it correct because you're
2: high. But, dude, <laughs> if you're high, stickers kind of fun to play with. <laughs>
4: stickers.
3: This confession says, My wife wanted our dogs to always sleep in our bed. I'm 30 years old, and I like my space. And so when my wife sleeps, I've been training the dogs to get off the bed and sleep on the floor. And now she wonders why the dogs never want to sleep on the bed with us. But in reality, I've been training them. She has no idea. I really love having my big king size bed for just myself. I don't blame
2: you. I would be the same way. Oh, I love sleeping with a dog. Yeah. There's a joke there that I'm surprised Virginia didn't jump on. <laughs>
4: mm-hmm. Just waiting for it. You get mad at me when I bring up all your ex-girlfriends. No, I, I get mad at the your approach.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is an interesting confession by uh, Drew P. He said, whenever I see something I've never encountered in my lifetime, no matter how gross it looks or how much I tell myself not to, my brain forces my body to smell the item to have the knowledge of what it smells like for future reference. I hate it. It's odd. My uh, youngest son, Cannon, sniffs everything. Really? He's kind of like that. He will not put anything in his mouth that he has not sniffed. It's, uh, it's an interesting thing. I've noticed that. I don't think one time I've ever seen him eat a food item he doesn't sniff first. Maybe
2: this kid's on to something. Maybe we need to use our sniffers a little more in
3: life. Biologically, I get it. But then I wonder about the time that maybe we almost poisoned him and he's not forgetting about it. He doesn't uh-huh. trust us. What'd yeah. you
4: almost poison him with? I
3: don't know. I'd have to ask him. Why is he <laughs> sniffing all his food? No idea. Uh, this confession: somebody texted in it says, "My wife is a 54 year old manager. She went out for some wine with her friends last night, and today there's a traffic cone in our hallway. I love her so much. No, <laughs>
5: apparently she got a little
3: got a
4: little turned. It happens." And sometimes, sometimes you do revert back to that high school uh, junior that would take traffic cones.
2: I get it. Once a monster, always a monster. You just have to... Tame the monster! Oh, the monster is still inside all oh, of yeah. us. Oh, yeah, Got it. the nineteen-year-old, twenty-year-old, naked, jump in the fountain Kevin Ralston is in there somewhere. Along with Fat Kev. Along with <laughs> Fat Kev, who is in there? Boy, all the uh, old alter
3: egos I have living inside of me. There's
4: so many incarnations. I know, right? They're in there. Just yeah. you know, he's he. Tamed, Meathead Kev's in there too. Tame yeah. the beast. <laughs> head have Kev, uh, Meathead Kev. Is sitting right next to hot dog neck, Kev, and that's my favorite, Kev. Meanwhile,
2: I haven't made an adjustment since I was four. (laughs) (laughs) Same dude.
3: Uh, This person confessed, and they said, I am the manager of a restaurant that has multiple chefs. However, if a customer ever finds hair in their food and decides to be a jerk over it, I send out our bald chef, and I have him look at the person, kind of rub his head, shrug, and then walk right away. Usually shuts them right up.
2: (laughs) Eh, you can be bald and still have hairs coming in around in your food. It could be from anybody in the kitchen.
4: It's not mm-hmm. just from the chef.
2: Yeah, That's <laughs> what they try, though.
4: We don't even care. A hair is a hair. If it's in the food, it's right. gross. If it's, if it's in the food and I know it's not mine, it's definitely going to be a problem. And you
2: said, uh, if, you, if the bald guy comes out, now I'm thinking, okay, is it his armpit hair? Is right, it, where did that hair come from? Where did it come from?
3: <laughs> and uh, finally here, somebody confessed. They said, when I was 14, I took a copy of Ghostbusters to my friend's house to watch it. Halfway through, the film cuts out to a homemade porno of my mom and dad on the <gasps> pool table. Oh no. Now I'm 40 years old and I still can't watch Ghostbusters.
2: Yeah. Has
3: a different meaning. Wow, who are you gonna call?
2: <laughs> Whoa. Oh <God. laughs> There's something strange.
3: Oh boy.
1: The KVJ show. You said you're a little shocked
3: when you found out this secret that this woman you know was doing with her 13-year-old daughter, Virginia.
4: Yeah, I don't know how this all works. I don't know the rules on this, but I was shocked and appalled. And I thought I would ask you guys what you thought and what what should I do knowing this information?
3: Okay. What is she doing exactly with his 13-year-old daughter?
4: So I guess she's sharing weed gummies with her?
2: Yeah, that's wrong. You shouldn't be doing that. Your Ooh. instincts are right. You should not be giving a 13-year-old weed gummies but i want to make sure are you sure that they are weed gummies and they're not they're not something that is like in that weed related role? I don't know. I don't know the difference. I don't know the,
4: like I know some of them
2: have drugs in them and
4: some of them don't. Well, i would make sure you know These ones she's getting high. Okay, she's getting high. She's getting the munchies. She's getting high. She, the, the kid is talking about how much they love the weed gummies and can't wait for the weed gummies.
2: Yeah, it's wrong. It's absolutely wrong. It's a slam dunk. Anyone that wants to argue that, call right now and let's debate. I, I would want to. I would like to hear someone's side to defend that, and nobody could. Do
3: you feel compelled
2: to get involved? What
3: are your thoughts on this, and how close are you to this woman?
4: I mean. It's somebody you guys
2: know. You've We've we've worked with this person. Wow, you about to dox. You're about to blow it up. you about to make this a a, a series finale. You know them. <laughs> I know them. Okay. You've worked with them. Do I like them? Yeah. I mean, I don't think you, you don't know them that good. Second question, do they have any more weed gummies available? <laughs> <laughs> right. Don't give them to the 13-year-old girl.
4: I just... I'm shocked when they said this, and I, and I got the information secondhand. So the, the mom didn't tell me she was giving her daughter weed gummies because I probably would have said something, and, you know, I, I can't keep my mouth shut. I got this from a third party. Here's the problem
2: with that. Start doing third-party stuff, and you didn't see it. And but you the
4: third party got it from the mom and the kid when they were all hanging out together. The mom and the kid talking about it, confirming it, talking about how
2: the kid looks forward to it. But okay. y- you heard all this. You heard the kid say this, or your third-party no, source is telling. you They this? wouldn't have
4: said it in front of me because they know better.
2: Do you see what I'm saying, Kevin? It's one of those.
4: It's things real. Where
2: don't don't don't
4: question if it's real or not. It's real. Okay, I'm just making sure. I'm just. Asking. I'm just telling you it's real. Okay. Okay. So now what? Well,
3: I'm not typically the kind of person that uh, gets involved with this. I don't either. I mean, yeah, there. I, to me, there's no way you can justify giving a 13 year old THC infused. Weed gummies where she's getting high and enjoying it and getting the munchies and all and, that and kind of stuff. And wanting them
4: again and getting yeah. excited about them. No,
3: and you're, I mean, you're laying the groundwork too much, too soon, too early. And, you know, the, the kids, I, I've seen a lot of stories, people talking about their life and how they got into addiction and what happened. It's just watching something two days ago on it. And I think it was five people, three of the five had started at an alarmingly young age. One guy was like, yeah, I had my first beer when I was nine years old. And then by the time I was 11, I was having probably a six pack a week. And you're like, what? And that's why at that age, it's good to really kind of hold kids off because they then. Whole, tend to gravitate into more things later on as they hit 18. They're like, okay, I need something more exciting. Well,
2: here's here, here's my question. I think only the medical community, uh, community could answer. Can doctors prescribe pills such as Xanax, Valium, to kids under 18 years of age? I don't know. If they can, and mm-hmm. it's because of anxiety issues and, and doctors are doing that, Weed people defend it and say, well, if you're able to give a kid a Xanax, why couldn't you give a kid a weed gummy if they suffer from anxiety? Yeah, See what know. I'm saying? I don't know. And mm. one would argue "One's natural and one's not. Yeah. No, there are a lot of
3: jacked up things I think we do with younger kids that we give them more than they need. Thinking maybe we're doing the right thing. Uh, How does this mom justify it? Does she think, what is she she doing this because she wants her teenage daughter to love her and think that she's super cool and being the cool mom? What is the motivation she has for giving this girl THC gummies?
4: They're bonding, I think, part of it.
3: That is such a, uh, there's so many women that go through this when they start to hit middle aged. Uh, they made fun of it in the movie Mean Girls. I'm the cool mom, but I'm man, not like a regular
2: get, mom. I'm like a cool mom. They
4: get
3: so carried away and they do dumb stuff like this. Well,
2: I just know that prescription pills. It's controversial, and I don't always necessarily believe it's the right, right thing. But yeah. some people take them for anxiety, and if you're if your kids taking Xanax, Xanax is a powerful, potent drug. No doubt. Why is that allowed? And doctors are saying your kid, your 14 year old kid. Do they give kids Xanax? uh, People. uh, I'm asking these questions. Uh, I don't know. If a kid's got anxiety, they, 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 okay. they give kids medication for that. We are living in a time now where weed is being used for pain, uh, ailments, all this kind of stuff. Yeah. Anxiety. I'm just, I don't want to be a hypocrite and go, we're going all eat on the, on the weed gummies and then kids are also being on Xanax yeah. as well.
3: I'd like to talk to people too whose parents gave them too much too soon. And how did that turn out for you? Was it nah, not a big deal or did it lead to a big problems later on your life you can hit us up 877-979-WRMF right now kvj Virginia knows somebody who is giving their 13 year old daughter thc infused weed gummies and the kids loving it the kids getting the munchies and thinking food tastes better and all kinds of things are really positive with it. But I want to see, okay, what level of destruction is this? I think most people be like, my gosh, yeah, you can't do that. I mean, first of all, it's, it's going to be illegal. You're going to have uh, issues with that. And how do you handle it? What do you say? Do you get involved? Do you not get involved? And ultimately, how bad is it? Anybody else going through this? And,
2: and we've all heard the stuff about, you know, THC and the growing years of a teenager while you're developing it it can mess with the chemistry of the brain and all that and i really am legit asking that question about the the prescription pills and xanax compared we we demonize one and one's okay and and i i want to know why
3: yeah i'm just worried about at this age starting and having the green light like you do where you wind up years later somebody said i started smoking weed at 14 it led me down a rabbit hole of bad decisions And, you know, it was hard for me to pull myself back out of. I'm sure there's a lot of stories like that. Maybe there's other ones that counter it. Renee is on here from West Palm Beach. And your husband's kind of doing this with your 15-year-old son, you're saying, Renee. Yes. Uh, So our son,
1: well, so he's my stepson. um, But my husband has been... Like, so he was struggling with depression, had threatened some suicide things, you know, was struggling at school, Um, you know, and then one day I came home, and he was high, and I was like, what is going on? (laughs) Like... And basically, my husband had said, you know, like, I was kind of hoping this was a way to kind of, like, you know, calm his emotions whenever he's going through because he didn't want to talk about it. He didn't want to go to therapy. Mm. He has prescribed ADHD medication. Um, And, you know, I struggle with it because I, you know, started smoking at a young age. Uh, Because, you know, like, you know, with friends and kind of misbehaving and stuff. So it's interesting this has actually brought him to doing his chores more and, you know, getting on top of his homework and kind of having a new sense of joy of life. Uh, I don't agree with it in terms of, like, masking whatever is really going on with him. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, it kind of teaches you just to ignore whatever you're going through emotionally and to just, like, you know,
4: suppress, wash
1: away by getting high, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Wow, yeah, that's what a lot
2: that Think about it. That's what Xanax does, too. Well, and it, you it know, does. it does. They, they always prescribe Xanax for a to get me through situations to mask a problem.
3: Yeah. Uh, some people were, you know, talking about that. One text that came in said, I allow my 15 year old to smoke weed. She has ADHD with underlying anxiety and sleep disorder. And we tried the RX route, and she had stomach aches and headaches, was lethargic when first taking them. She started vaping at school and obviously getting suspended, but she found out that she was able to. F- sleep, and after a lot of moral wars, her dad, we divorced, and he hates weed, decided providing her with weed and limiting it was safer. We are four or so months in, and it's been so much better. It's better than the RX stuff. I'm telling you
2: right now, and it may be controversial, but I think there's a lot of doctors out there Mm -hmm. prescribing Adderall to people who do not need Adderall. There's... People are able to trick doctors, first of all. And I think people make money. I'm not saying- But let's do- flip it. Let, let The
4: question I have is, if this girl goes to school and tells people that her mom is giving her weed gummies, what are the ramifications of that legally is this a is this an issue or does nobody care anymore
2: because it's medicinal you cannot take weed gummies if you're under no. the age of 21. no because is it
3: 21 well yeah because the girl would not be able to get a license in the state well, of florida it, and right now it's only medical marijuana is what you can do and you would have to see a professional for that And if
2: it's not prescribed then you can't take it be the same thing as if you gave her a beer you're calming her down oh yeah when my kid has two beers does the chores is a better kid to be around t- tell that to the legally judge legally
3: standing <laughs> i would imagine it is the same as if you gave your kid one of your pain pills if they were prescribed to you
2: yes you can't do that yeah. in fact if you have if you have prescription pills and they're out of the bottle and they're in a bag, legally they're supposed to stay in the bottle. You can you can technically get in trouble even if you have a prescription. I think you'll be okay, but you're going to be in a situation for a second. Here's uh, Mark with his uh, wife, Danette,
3: and you are arguing that uh, you have an 18-year-old son. He is prescribed, and there are benefits to younger kids using marijuana. What do you want to say, Mark?
0: Absolutely. Good morning, KBJ. Hope all is well with you all. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, our, our son is 18 years old and he does have a very rare, um, genetic, uh, brain malformation called Pachygyra. Mm-hmm. It is a one in 108,000, uh, rarity. Uh, he has been on, um, all sorts of, um, doctor prescribed medications when doctors were seeing him. All of our doctors have stopped seeing him because they say that there's nothing that they can do for him. So we cannot see a neurologist, a regular doctor, or anything because his disease is so rare. So we started with medical marijuana, and we saw drastic improvements in his meltdowns. They weren't so aggressive and lasting so long, Mm -hmm. So we finally got him... Um, after all the red tape and everything, we had to go through two different doctors to sign off on him to be able to get his medical card, which that was at least a year and a half in the making three. Yeah. Um, But it's, it's drastic night and days and it's natural. What comes in those man-made pills? Nobody knows medical marijuana that's grown and regulated properly is it's from nature it's it's right and
3: and i i think there are definitely a lot of things to what you're saying you are talking about a kid though that has a medical condition that the marijuana is for virginia we don't have that in this situation this is a
4: perfectly fine and functioning adolescent girl 13 you know i mean like most kids has anxiety
2: yeah, everybody has anxiety. Everybody right. has anxiety you're a, now. You're a human being. You're gonna have anxiety. You're gonna mm-hmm. have moments of depression. It's just the way. It's the way the human experience is. Some are just on a different kind of a spectrum yeah. up with it.
3: And considering it doesn't seem like it's being done for medical reasons, people are texting in. It is an issue. Technically, it is child abuse, and any teacher who would know would have a liability to report that. So that's where they would stand on it. So it is not anything that, if it's not under a doctor's care, it is not allowed, and you should not be doing it. So there are some benefits. I would see that, but this situation seems to be wrong. It
2: is weird, though, just the things we get caught up on. We're okay with giving Xanax and all this other stuff, which in my opinion, I think is... Do they give kids Xanax? They do. Yes, doctors Mm -hmm. can give it. And I'm I'm a person who once was on Xanax that struggled with it, I think that it is... A dangerous drug. So it's it's weird to me where everyone's all up in arms about the, the weed gummy. Because when you first said that, I'm like, you can't give a kid a weed gummy. How, how dare that person?
4: I, I wouldn't give a kid Xanax. I think Xanax is worse than weed. It's just an odd thing. Yeah. It's,
2: it's the, we, we get mad about odd
3: things. Yeah. But, you know, I think if your kid is not prescribed anything, you shouldn't be giving it to him. So in that situation, it's wrong. And there have been other people who have texted him, one person who said that, yeah, my mom started giving me stuff when I was 13, and I had an addiction for eight years, and I'm now three years sober, but it was a rough ride to get out of that hole. So uh, done for the wrong reasons, it can also have bad effects. So yeah, it sounds like what she's doing is not the right thing. Hopefully she stops.
4: Yes, hopefully. Hopefully she's listening. I'm talking to you.
3: Whoa, (laughs) those are chilling words. (laughs) Any other uh, comments? Can shed some light on a perspective we didn't think of? Hit us up, eight seven seven nine seven nine wrmf They say there's going to be a record amount of bets made on this Super Bowl, which makes sense because it's played in Las Vegas. Just kind of curious, have you made a Super Bowl bet? What is it? Let us know now. My KBJ show. I know we're definitely betting a lot more than we ever did, but that's because we're in Florida, and the Hard Rock betting app has a jingle that we cannot turn down. It's
4: legal in Florida. Legal in
3: Florida, it's cheap. It's <weaknesses> legal it's, it's so catchy.
4: catchy. Take oh all my, g- my money. It's not my fault. <laughs> Here's my debit card. I mean, my guys are just
3: betting on everything. I'm dancing to give them my money. Once upon a time, they would have thought it'd been absolutely crazy to have a Super Bowl in Las Vegas. Because they demonize gambling. Like, there's <laughs> no way we could do this. That'd be absolutely insane. And now they are having their first Super Bowl in Las Vegas. And it should not be shocking that there has been a record number of bets already placed. They say 67.8 million Americans are expected to bet on Super Bowl 58. That's a high number.
4: I bet these are like the highest prices ever that anybody paid for Super Bowl tickets, too. It is,
3: yeah. yeah. For uh, tickets,
4: Vegas absolutely. Is, I mean, Vegas is just the party mecca. Twenty-six percent of US adults
3: are betting on the Super Bowl. Wow. That is a stunning number. Twenty six percent. It's a thirty five percent increase from where it was last year. Makes you want to get some action, doesn't
2: uh, it? Oh, with all the with all these weed gummies going on and the gambling. It pairs so nicely. The world's about to change big time. <laughs> Let me pull you a fireball
3: shot. They say people plan to wager a total of 21, $23.1 billion, which is up from $16 billion last year. Wow. An insane amount of money is being thrown at this game. 47% are betting on the Chiefs, 44 on the 49ers.
4: You want to make it interesting, Ralston?
3: I, I kind of, yeah, you know what? You play that jingle <laughs> and I'm in. It's cheap, it's legal, it's free, it's, it's, free.
4: it's free. I don't know if it's free. I don't know if it's
3: free. I don't know. What goes on with me? <laughs> Gosh, I mean, it's crazy. And uh, unfortunately, Madden's not really helped out. Typically what they do, my son does this all the time, he loves doing simulations. You get two teams, and you have the rosters, and then you let Madden play it out, and maybe it'll tell you, because each player, keep in mind, has their own score. So it does take into consideration the ability level of all the different players. So sometimes simulations do work when you have these teams face off, but it hasn't worked lately. Every year they have Madden play the game. Last 3 years it's missed. Had a pretty good record before that. It was 12 and 5. It's lost the last 3 and this year Madden NFL 24 is telling you the Chiefs are going to win 30 to 28.
4: Because Taylor Swift is so powerful.
3: Maybe there's, yeah. She, you get two points.
2: She's actually on Taylor the Swift. Madden roster. I heard she's flying in onto the field with her real wings. She has wings, you know that. <laughs> Gosh, that'd
3: be amazing. But those are the kind of bets that I kind of like. There are some goofy ones about how long some of the songs are going to last. Who might appear with Usher for the Super Bowl halftime show. Will Taylor Swift... Have an engagement ring by the time she walks off the field. You know, those kind of dumb things. I think it's a lot more fun than betting on the game. But you can do that. Go on any site you want.
2: To me, I mean, I'm a food guy. It's all about the food. Always has been. Yeah, that's the
4: best part of the Super Bowl is all the snacks.
2: Every Super Bowl party I've ever been to, it's always... Probably seven people care and watch the game, and then there's 53 other people eating and getting hammered.
3: (laughs) That's usually how it works. Yeah, That's how it all falls down. Uh, Some of the uh, bets going on. Somebody just went all Travis Kelsey bets. First touchdown, three touchdowns, catch over 30 yards. I am riding the Swifty train. Uh, He's playing at a different level. In the playoffs, since she's been at the games, but both if, things will be happening.
2: But if that's likely to happen, doesn't that kind of lower your winnings? If if I mean if you know it's going to happen, I, I, mm. I know I would have won more money when I when Japan was playing Boynton in the Little League World Series. Yeah, I knew Japan was going to win. I didn't win that much money but they would, were the favorites. They were the favorites, but if I would have bet on Bo- uh, Boynton or Del Ray or whatever, they whoever, have whoever,
3: different w- odds on it. Yeah, what the percentage is and there's numbers like plus 1300 and all that which, you know, if you know math, it'll break down to okay, maybe there's a 4% chance of this happening.
2: Yeah, if So you got, yeah,
3: based on whatever the percent chance of is it happening, you can bet on the more longer shots. Like they have the one that aliens are going to come down and they're <laughs> going to stop the game. and like you can actually bet on that. That is a a real prop bet you can make, but the odds on or like 0.04%. But if you won that luck. bet,
2: you're going to win some money. It'd be on amazing. That one. Now, yeah. now, the
3: aliens would end the world and that would be it and you wouldn't be able to collect Or be do amazing.
2: They, do they heal the world?
3: Who knows. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, fun stuff to check out. Coming up here in a couple of minutes, I want to play a little clip. It was Brad Pitt interviewing Adam Sandler. It's an interesting story about Adam Sandler's life and why we like him so much, but it's also a great lesson in grace you're going to learn next.
1: Kevin, Virginia, and Jason we're
3: drafting out some of the most likable celebrities just a couple of weeks ago here adam sandler came up and he truly is just seems to be a gracious honest awesome dude and really cool with everybody just kind of a down-to-earth guy that would hang with anybody doesn't look down on anybody and he was doing an interview with brad pitt and he was telling this story about an old NYU professor that had kind of sat Adam Sandler down about how maybe he needed to get into another line of work because he wasn't really good at acting. Oh. And how Adam Sandler then reacted when he saw this same professor out later when he had made it big.
5: This is my favorite Adam Sandler story. Yeah. That it was that you were, you were at NYU. Yes. And it was an acting coach, I believe, or acting uh, professor. Acting professor, yeah. But he took you out for a beer. Yeah, something like this. That. Way, this yeah, is what yeah. I'm told. He took yeah. you out for a beer. Right. Uh, you guys went to a bar. Right. And he he kindly said to you. Yeah, so. Think about something else. <laughs> exactly. Like, you listen, you got a yeah. heart, but you don't have it. Yeah. You don't have it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. Right. Choose another path. This is why it's my favorite Adam Sandler story, and I think it says it a lot about you. That you ran into him at the heights. You know, when you're getting the ultimate payday, right, and you're right. with a bunch of friends, and you right. run into him out at a yeah. bar. Yeah. Anyone would think that's the opportunity where you go, you know, you rub it in his face. And reportedly, what you did was you said hi, and you introduced him to your friends, and you said, this is the only teacher to ever buy me a beer.
3: How cool is that, huh? It would
2: have been cooler to hear from Adam Sandler say it.
5: Yeah, he told the whole story.
2: Was was Adam Sandler in the room with him? He was. Why didn't you let Adam Sandler tell us? Jeez, who, who was talking? Brad Pitt. Yeah, I want to hear from Adam Sandler.
4: Yeah. I kind of like hearing it from
2: Brad. (laughs) Brad, can you talk slower and can you be shirtless? I think
3: part of it is, and the reason why he did that is because Adam Sandler is so humble that he's not really going to tell the story himself. He's He's not going
5: to brag on himself. Right,
3: so Brad Pitt had to tell it and he'd just be like, yeah, okay, yeah. Because I think Adam Sandler gets uncomfortable with that. Adam Sandler doesn't, in that way, want the spotlight on him of saying, dude, you're so awesome, you're such a great guy, he's not going to be the kind of person that's going to do that. So I think Brad Pitt just knows that. So if you're going to hear the story, i got to tell it. But I thought it was kind of cool. I mean, he had a chance to dunk on a dude, and he didn't.
2: Uh, dude, I love Adam Sandler. Yeah. Even even if I don't like a movie of him, he's one of my guys, and I always root for him. I always want him to do good. Right. He seems like it, he really is a nice person. Yeah. Uh, I, there's been people that, that say, I've met him. He's very down to earth.
3: Yeah, no doubt.
1: It's kdJ.
3: Yeah, for the show is going to be coming up here just about 10, 15 minutes from now. You can watch it live if you want to do that. It's what going did, to be on YouTube.
2: Oh, scared, me. I just woke up.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's very slow. It is. I always puts you into a, a state of sleep. I know, right? <laughs>
3: uh, we're going to be on Twitch as well. You can watch anytime you want on demand or wherever you get your podcasts. Bird. Now that you're awake, will not you give us a lovely thought for the day?
2: Time you enjoy wasting is not wasted time. Oh, so true.
1: Follow KVJ on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at KVJ Show.